What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Tonight is the big debate. Fetterman versus Dr. Oz. And I know it's a Pennsylvania thing, but we have to watch it. We do. You know, we were talking about it before the show and we're like, a lot of people are going to want to watch this debate. We got to comment on it. The other day was the DeSantis debate, but that was an hour before our show went live. The thing is, Fetterman cannot understand words that are said to him. So he has to use a special device. And, and it's sad, you know, but this a lot of people expect is going to be a disaster of, of a debate because he has to use this device to see the questions that the moderators will ask and then see what Dr. Oz says in real time. How much you want to bet Dr. Oz tries to say, like, how much wood could woodchuck chuck if woodchuck could chuck wood so that the machine jumbles it and Fetterman's like, I mean, not literally the woodchuck thing, but if, if Dr. Oz starts speaking too quickly or uses obscure small words followed by larger words and it mashes them together, Fetterman's going to, I don't know what you said, I'm sorry, and, it's, and, and he's going to stumble. So well, we're going to see what he has to offer. The big thing is that they're within two points of each other. And considering the margin of error, it effectively means Oz is going to win in Pennsylvania if nothing changes. So Fetterman is desperate. So we're going to watch some of that debate. We'll see how it goes. If it's, if it's stupid and pointless, maybe we'll just <clears throat> excuse me, talk about something else. We got a bunch of other stories, too. We got in Arizona. This is getting crazy. They're upping security at ballot boxes because uh, at the drop boxes because armed men were seen. Now the Democrats are suing. This is a path towards dangerous ex- escalation. Plus, we got Adidas dropping Kanye West's shoes. Kanye West went on the Lex Friedman podcast. We'll talk about all of that, but also head over to TimCast.com, become a member. We have that awesome members only show coming up for you at 11 p.m. Uncensored, not so family friendly. And of course, as a member, you're helping support our journalists, which is greatly needed and very important. The debate's getting started soon, so let's just go quick. Joining us tonight to talk about all of this and more is Andrew Kloster. You want to grab your microphone and headphones? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> what happened? So, uh, so who I'm are here. you? What do you do? It's, it's, well, it's, you got to flip it upside down. You got to flip it. You're, no, 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 no. You, you have it on. I have it on. No, no, no. This is no, what you we do before the show. Down. Usually there you go. Sorry about that. Looking All right, good. now, now. I'm a neophyte. Now, who are you? <laughs> Hi. I'm a you got to get it pretty close. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm Andrew Kloster. I'm a lawyer with, uh, I have a C3 called Personnel Policy Operations. I'm DC based. I was in the Trump White House and a number of agencies. So I've been around on the conservative side of public policy for over a decade now and going strong so glad to be here thanks for having me right on yeah you are unprepared <laughs> i'm just joking messing with you uh my name is lukardowski here of uh, Luker, uh of we are change.org uh unpopular opinion no politician is coming to save you and this is why i wore my if you trust the uh the government you don't know history shirt if you like it you could get it on the best because you do i'm here thanks for having me i've returned from across the great divide to send my love to all of you hello welcome back i'm ian crossland good to be here andrew good to meet you man good to meet you too serge what's happening brother Hey, Ian. How are you guys doing? Serve.com again. You know where to find me. Take Let's pull the debate. The debate's starting. Oh, Here we go. I'm running to serve Pennsylvania. Let me He's fix the audio. Mm-hmm. Here's the man that spent more than $20 million. What's going on? Own money to try to buy Everybody's laughing. Aliens. I'm also having to talk about something called What's with the, the audio? Rule. 
that if he's on TV, that's not us. That's the computer. That's, 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 that's definitely them. That's definitely them. It's not us at all. On his TV show, because we have perfect feet, and I'm listening to the board. Oh no, dude! Our record. That's his voice, and he's also lying probably during. What is going on with this? Talk about the elephant in the room. I had a stroke. He's never let me forget that. And I might miss some words during this what? debate, mush two words together, but it knocked me down. But I'm going Wild. to keep coming back. Wow. Yeah, I'm, this I'm campaign in the, is all about to me. What's up? Is I'm in the board. This is definitely them. Oh, I know. Yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Just everyone in the chat down. is aware. That needs to get back up and fighting for all forgotten communities all That's across them. Pennsylvania. Yeah. That also Not got knocked all. down. That needs to keep get back up. Yo, their audio, their audio is all screwed up. A businessman and television personality, but this is your first run for elected office. Aliasing. What qualifies you to be a U.S. senator from Pennsylvania? They sound like aliens. Sixty seconds. I'm running for the U.S. Senate because Washington keeps getting it wrong with extreme. Is this to even the playing field? I want to bring (laughs) stability. Balance all the things that you want to see because you've been telling the what is, What's up with the audio now. is so busted. And by doing that, we can bring us together Ooh, in a way that I mean, has not been done. Yo, are right. they throwing it for Fetterman? Wow, it could be John many things. Fetterman There's a lot of things in this chain going up here, but it's definitely I, I would not be surprised if they're tanking the audio on purpose because of this. That would be wild. Someone, yeah. Dude, come on. You mean to tell me that WPXI, this is like a local news agency, just all of a sudden, they do audio every day for hours and they can't get the audio right Yep. Trying to get as many murderers. Let's try and find a better one. Look at that. There's nothing. I felt bad about yeah, flubbing my uh, headphones, but yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> They're fine. We're just yo. Me this up. is not crazy. Not too bad. What a waste of our time. Oh no, they want us to watch ads now. All right, Goya, please fix the audio. I'm a big fan of beans. Uh, t- t- raising our taxes. Yo, that's, that's from the source. <laughs> oh my. What if they are robots <laughs> and not humans? Radical. Now John you're talking about or 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 they live aliens. All right, yeah, I think the All right, can someone try and find a different stream? I guess I'm looking right now. I'm, I can't. I'm looking it up on on YouTube. And nothing really even comes up. What about the new sites website? Next star Emerson College the Hill. The economy and inflation are the biggest concerns for voters. What is up with this? As the top issue, beginning with you, W W P X I. Blame President Biden and is that a one or spending for the inflation. I wonder if it's if you go on their website. Yeah, there you go. Wait, no, people are saying the audio is good for them in the chat from that from that feed. But for us, it sounds like so alias. It's it's weird. Audio is perfect. Garbage. No, people people were saying in the chat on their feed, please fix the audio, and they're laughing, saying it's all jacked weird. up. What's no, it's on? on their main website on the top left corner. Some people are saying the audio is fine. Right from there. The, I can't. I'll tell you, they have four percent. There we go. Now, I've traveled over good. the Commonwealth and spoken to countless people. Now, how do I make it bigger than that? County Fair, who told me with fear in her heart that she wanted to provide food for her son's highly nutritious chicken she wanted. She couldn't afford it anymore. We'll take it. That's a big problem. If we've got four percent waste and fraud, we ought to be take, they able to take care of that. John Fetterman's, <laughs> however, response continually is to raise taxes. I have a feeling it's going to be really boring. He raised boring. taxes as mayor. Yeah. He tried to raise taxes as a lieutenant governor, forty-six percent. That's a big tax rate. He supported Joe Biden's re- recent tax rate, uh, rate increase, and he's done that without paying his own taxes sixty-seven times. 
I'll say that again. He hasn't paid his own taxes 67 times, but he's raising mine and yours. Those are radical positions. They're extreme. They're out of touch with the values of Pennsylvanians. And I can make the difficult decisions, as Ugh. you do in the operating room as a surgeon. Boring. I'll make them yeah. cutting our budget as well. Debates where they sure insult each other. Taxes on a <laughs> They'll get there. We need to back. In pain from the high inflation rate. They'll get there. Mr. Fetterman, I will allow a 15-second rebuttal. He has specifically said you have not paid your taxes. That's and a good thing. I like Fetterman because of that. Fetterman. <laughs> Yes, there we go, man. Uh, you got my vote now. Oz rule, of course, he's lying. It was helping two students 17 years ago to help them, you know, buy their own homes. They they didn't pay the bills, and it got her paid. And it's has never oh, been an issue no. in, in any starts. of the campaign before. This is dark. It was all about nonprofit. All right, thank Whoa, you, Mr. Fetterman. Continuing with you, Mr. Fetterman, your opponent this, has criticized yep. Democratic spending, as you heard. Has right the, the Biden administration wow. overspent? And if so, where do you think spending should be cut? You have 60 seconds. No, here's what oh, I think we no. have to fight Come about on. inflation here right now. That's what we need to fight about inflation, you know, right now because it's a tax on working families, you know. And Dr. Oz can't possibly understand what that is like. You know, he has 10 gigantic mansions. You know, he, you know? We, we must push back against corporate greed. You know, we must make sure that we're also pushing back against price gouging as well, too. If it goes you know, on like we this, also be able to make more this is, this in Pennsylvania, sad, make I'm more actually in feel really sad, America. Man. When he had a choice to this make is, this is wrong. his How long merchandise, is this the Oz uh, hour, I think? label yeah, is on. He made it all in China. You know, who can you believe that can fight against inflation and pushing back against corporate greed for somebody that is chosen working in China versus over American workers. All right, I will wow. allow a 15 like second rebuttal to his comments that you have been making things in China. Mr. Oz. You feel bad. That was trying to talk you know? about policy sad, issues you know? the people yeah. of Pennsylvania. As a doctor, I listen to their ideas and I want to talk about them. When John Fetterman brings up houses, the irony is he didn't pay for his own house. He got it for a dollar from his sister and he hasn't been able to, to earn a living on his own he's lived off his parents so it doesn't it, it's not a topic that we should be debating on the stage we should be talking about crime and inflation the issues that are hurting pennsylvanians that they're talking about at their kitchen table fetterman uh, probably uh, did that not to pay uh, taxes that's right. yeah he got that's right his that, that's well, why is dr oz being like fetterman pay more taxes wait, wait, wait. from a, a dollar mr that's fetterman typical. we have to continue on we'll continue on with typical. a question a follow-up question to you mr oz this one is just for you you tweeted in August that you will never stop fighting to lower gas prices for Pennsylvanians. Does that include supporting a suspension of the federal gas tax? You have 30 seconds. I'm supportive of reducing taxes, uh, but we want to be thoughtful about the long-term game plan to get gas taxes down and frankly all energy prices down. I have uh, gone around the Commonwealth. I've witnessed people say I'm not going on vacation this year because I can't afford to pay to take my trailer to the campground. They can't even get there. What we have to do is ensure that we don't have increased inflation and the best way to do that is reduce gas prices. John Fetterman has gone after the energy industry, called it a stain on Pennsylvania and argued we have to ban fracking. That is a disconnected from right. Pennsylvania. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Oz. We will get to the issue of fracking later on in this discussion. But meantime, turning back to you, Mr. Fetterman, for a follow up. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In an op-ed for the Wilkes-Barre Times leader, you wrote, quote, It is time we crack down on the big price-gouging corporations that are making record profits while jacking up prices for all of us. How do you plan to do this, sir? You mentioned price going after price-gouging corporations. How do you plan to do this? You have 30 seconds. Exactly. We have to keep pushing back on that. And he would never make that choice to to fight for for, for, uh, America. families here in Pennsylvania. You know, he has never met an air, uh, uh, an oil company that he doesn't swipe right about. You know, what? he has never <laughs> been able to stand up for cool. working families all across Pennsylvania. You know, oh, we must man. push back. Inflation has hurt Americans and Pennsylvania's families, and it has given the oil companies record profits. All right. Thank you, Mr. Federman. Turning to, to the next talk. issue. Dennis. I, 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 I'm kind of thinking we just, and we just call it. I'm open to that. We but just we call it. It's going to be a yeah. lot more of this. Watching oh, yeah. an hour of that. I don't no, know we can't can do it. That. We can't That's do it. Too much. I'm sorry, everybody. Level currently sits at seven dollars twenty five cents an hour. No, so, we're just gonna we're just gonna have to we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stop. John that. Fetterman's yeah. in recovery from a stroke. That should be the topic of the. That should be the main topic of the debate. I mean, <laughs> they do, it's a doctor topic, and a guy that's recovering from a stroke on stage. How can they not be talking about that? That's so important. It's embarrassing. That last sentence. I'm 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 actually starting to feel sad yeah. Yeah. watching this. Like I feel really bad. I'm like, come on, man. Like, I don't want to make a spectacle out of the guy, but he's doing it to himself by running for for office. He's basically like, what are we supposed to do? We have to point out the inadequacies. Yo, we we had planned on on watching that debate. I'm sorry if you guys wanted to. I figured that most people would probably want to see it, considering it's a it's a prominent Senate race. It's very close. We have here, if we can pull this up, the 538 yeah, polling. That uh, Fetterman's up 2.3 points, but considering the huge error in polling, that it, it's it's probably going to swing towards us. So we figured this would be important. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Yeah, that was painful to watch. I I I'm, I really did not think it was yeah. going to be that bad. I was un, I was uncomfortable. I was like I I, I didn't feel it because how do you comment on that? You know, what you, I'm not making fun of that guy. What do you, say? you can't make fun of Watching someone like that in that situation. Yeah. yeah, but you Literally. do have to call out. You know, I, I think there's a bigger story to this. We talked about this a couple of days ago, specifically about the big powers and the big interests pushing individuals because there was a lot of powerful individuals that invested into him, and I could see him being pushed and pushed by those special interests to be on stage when clearly he, he shouldn't be you know i thought biden also was pushed although i don't have evidence do you guys have any evidence of obama being... said to biden you don't have to do this mm-hmm. and, and his then, wife apparently he is walked miserable. off and got lost today at the white house yeah, lawn again hilarious. and there's a mean post posted uh, about this specifically being like you know he has no people that love him because if yeah. he did mm-hmm. they would make sure he wouldn't be working the most stressful job at at his old age uh, when clearly he's having a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is what I think, you know, when we talk about the fall of empire, the end of the country or the cultural collapse or whatever it is you want to call it, it's not, it's not some tyrannical psychopath the way the left screams about fascism. It is, it is Fetterman, it is Biden. Yo, I got to say it again. Like we were talking about it. Uh, we were downstairs, you know, we're in the green room. We're wait, getting ready before the show, playing pool and stuff. And I'm like, you know, uh, Kellen, who does uh, production stuff for us, was like, oh, hey, the debate's tonight. And I'm like, oh, we definitely got to watch that. That's going to be a big one, right? We would have watched the DeSantis one. It probably would have been bigger. And then, I'm, and then I'm, you know, Luke was like, I don't know. And I said, look, Fetterman's going to be using a special device. It's going to get interesting. 
that was brutal. Yeah. That was, that was, that was way, way worse. I, it was on, you couldn't even listen to it. You can't even listen to it. There's no point. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe we need to make people listen to it, but I'm sure, I'm, I assume most people who watch this already know, but I'm glad, I'm glad in a sense they are doing the debate because as bad as it is for Fetterman, there are a lot of people who need to watch that. They need to watch that and be like, okay, this is not a meme. It's not a joke. The dude could not talk or right. understand. I don't even know what the last sent, the, the last thing he responded to about, uh, what was it? I don't even know what he was saying. Yeah. That he didn't know a air he could oil, uh, he would swipe right on. And I'm like. <laughs> like Tinder, I guess what? he's saying like if it was a Tinder and Oz is swiping it. right on the oil companies. But I, then he said America when he meant Pennsylvania and it was. Yeah. So they prepared wow. him. He had some canned lines, but I mean, that's brutal. And there are thousands of people in Pennsylvania. What are they thinking? They have nothing else to watch right now. You wow. know, I'm sure they got a lot of other stuff. And to this watch, is the beginning. They're going to watch it. I mean, debates are tough. They're, they're they're really difficult for you know your mind to process a lot of information very quickly. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of things you need to really hone in on and to be at your peak mental ability in order to to proceed. This could be interfering in his rehabilitation. This could oh, be uh, interfering in, 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 in healing. Thank you. Some some people want us to keep it running. Um, I guess we can. Press, I, 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 press one if you want us to keep us running. Press two if you don't want us to keep. People us are saying, running. "Watch it." Yeah. I'm I'm sorry, dude. Like I'm I'm getting really sad. Yo, like Fetterman is a personable guy, right? He 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 comes off like a regular guy. And I don't, I don't have any animosity toward the guy. I think he's got bad policies. But watching this is like, you know, conversations happening. It kind of reminds me of like watching a dude who is like a great baseball player who got in a car accident, and then him hobbling on the field and everyone clapping, being like, "Go for it, go for it!" And then he falls over and falls on the ground. And everyone's just watching. I'm like, bro, come on. There's more ones than twos, but there's also a lot of twos in the chat. I just think we have to watch it. Was one I think people want us to play it. We're going to play it. We're going to play it. Taxpayers across the country, no matter what their personal beliefs are. That's radical. That's extreme. That is out of touch. We're going to play it, what the average voter in Pennsylvania believes is appropriate. Now, ironically, John Fetterman has been running ads on this topic, dishonest ads. I need to correct the record. They were so bad, they got pulled off television stations. I've got, even on this station, they, he was running dishonest ads that I had pulled off. I haven't had a single ad pulled down. My ads tell the truth. John Fetterman's are a fiction of his imagination. All right, I'm going to let Mr. Fetterman respond specifically about the ads being pulled off the air, and then we will return to you, Mr. Oz. Mr. Fetterman. Yeah, I want to look into the face of every woman in Pennsylvania. You know, if you believe that the choice of your reproductive freedom belongs with Dr. Oz, then you have a choice. But if you believe that the choice for abortion belongs between you and your doctor, that's what I fight for. Roe v. Wade, for me, is should be the law. He celebrated when Roe v. Wade went down, and my campaign would fight for Roe v. Wade, and if given the opportunity to codify it into law. That wasn't All right, so bad. Thank you, Mr. Fetterman. Going back to well, you, was, I want to circle back to something the, that you said, would. Mr. Oz. He was you missing the last part the of the decision to regulate abortion should be something that is left up to the states. Now, Republican Senator Lindsey Graham has introduced a federal bill to ban abortion after 15 weeks. I know that you've been asked about this question before. If the vote were held today, you question. were elected senator. 
you're on the Senate floor, the clerk calls you, there's a roll call vote. Are you a yay or a nay? How would you vote on the Lindsey Graham bill? You have 30 seconds. Lisa, I don't even need 30 seconds. I'll give you a bigger answer. I am not gonna support federal, federal rules that block the ability of states to do what they wish to do. The abortion decision should be left up to states, and specifically when John Fetterman wants- You roll with Doug Mastriano. When I'm done, you'll have your your turn, John. One moment, Mr. Fetterman. Continue, Mr. Oz. I've been very clear on my desire as a physician not to interfere with how states decide. So when John purposely, knowingly misrepresents that to women, he scares them. He's purposely trying to alarm them, and the fear-mongering isn't working. Running tens of millions of dollars of ads claiming that I'm against all abortions when he knows that's not right, claiming that I'm gonna be strict Pennsylvania, where he knows that's not honest. I can't be any clearer that I've been on the stage today. John Fetterman, if you just hear that one story today, I'd be really happy, but I know you're not going to because you're going to go right back to telling the fables that you believe. Mr. Oz, I want a 15-second clarification. You are saying that you would leave it up to the states that the federal government does not have a role here. So are you saying you would not vote for the Lindsey Graham bill? Any bill that violates what I said, which is the federal government interfering with the state rule on abortion, I would vote against. What I feel strongly about is that women in Pennsylvania understand what I'm saying and not believe that someone who's taken an extreme position like John Fetterman represents them. Because most women do not believe that we should, at a federal level, codify 38 weeks of of, uh, permission to have an abortion and have taxpayers pay for it. So a yes or no on the Lindsey Graham bill? I think I've answered this very, very clearly three times, Lisa. Okay. All right. Thank you, Mr. (laughs) He wouldn't support uh, no. Yeah, no. Come on. He you frequently so stated your look at this, look at this. abortion should be illegal. Do you support any limits on when a woman can have an abortion? Please explain in 60 seconds. Two different you know, monitors. What I, this- support, I support on Roe v. Wade. That was Roe the law of the land for 50 years. He celebrated when it fell down. And I would fight to reestablish on Roe v. Wade. That's v. what Wade. I run on. That's what I believe. And I've always believed that the choice belongs women and their doctors Bellines. and he believes that the choice should be with him or Republican legislators all across this nation. I do respect that. Right. I'm sorry, I must correct that. Once again, he's misrepresented what I've said, but he also said something very dishonest. Bellini? On this debate stage, he said very specifically in his primary debate when he was still debating that he would support 38 weeks of uh, mandated rules by the federal government that would prevent any state from blocking it. So that's not Roe that, versus that's Wade. That's not true. I support Roe v. Wade. That's the simple. John, you said specifically you would support right, a federal you, rule in 38 Oz, weeks. Thank you. Thank the, you. That's, we, I think we, it's we, important that John at least acknowledge that he's not honest here because you said the opposite right, Mr. on Oz, TV. Mr. Oz, we must continue on. Mr. Fetterman, turning to you, we have a follow-up question. Would you support allocating federal funds to transport women who live in states where abortion is banned to states where they can get one and why? Whoa. 30 seconds. I would. I, I would because I believe abortion rights is a a universal right for all women in america i believe that it i believe abortion is health care and i believe that that is a choice that belongs with each woman and their doctor all right thank you mr mr fetterman turning to the next issue dennis thank you lisa let's turn to what has become one of the key themes of this race fitness to serve no no individual questions there will be no rebuttals allowed Mr. Fetterman, we begin with you. You suffered, as you mentioned a moment ago, a stroke four days before the May primary. Last week, you released this note from your doctor saying you can work full duty 
in public office, but you have not released your detailed medical records. The doctor is a donor to his campaign, by the way. Mr. Fetterman, mm. will you pledge tonight to release those records in the interest of transparency? You have 60 seconds. Uh, to me, for transparency, is about showing up. I'm here today to have a debate. I have you know, spe speeches in front of 3,000 people in Montgomery County, you know, all across Pennsylvania, big, big crowds. You know, I believe if my doctor believes that I'm fit to serve, and, and that's what I believe is appropriate. And now with two weeks before the election, you know, I have run a campaign and I've been very transparent about being very open about the fact we're in use captioning. And I believe that again, my doctors, the real doctors that I believe in, they all believe that I'm ready to be served. Whoa. I didn't hear you say I'm you ready would to release be your full medical records. Why not? You have 30 seconds. No, uh, again, my doctor all believes that I'm fit to be serving. And that's what I believe is where I'm standing. Okay, Mr. Fetterman, thank you. Mr. Oz, you have Brilliant. built a lucrative career around medicine, but you've been criticized even by some fellow physicians for promoting, quote, unproven, ill-advised, and at times, potentially dangerous treatments. What is your response to that? You have 60 seconds. One of the great blessings of traveling around Pennsylvania is you run into people who have watched the show. They thank me very much for giving them life-saving advice on chronic issues like high blood pressure or dealing with their anxiety. The show did very well because it provided high-quality information that empowered people, which was exactly what I want to do when I'm a senator. Give people the power. Let them make decisions for their well-being. Now, John Fetterman's approach to health is a very dangerous one. He believes we should socialize medicine. He embraced this with Bernie Sanders, who he, who he endorsed. The two candidates called themselves the two most progressive people in America. When you have socialized medicine, Dennis, you shut down you know the ability of do? people to get access to health care. Doctors stop practicing. There are no medications I defer available. My time the lines to get long. Fetterman. It's a disaster, yeah. <laughs> and it puts people at risk. So I don't believe we should allow I wonder if they're asking medicine, him about uh, the, the transition of kids that he was promoting 10 years American, ago. And, and radical positions like the ones taken by Fetterman John Fetterman make it too extreme uh. to serve. If we're going to bring balance to Washington, you've got to bring people who understand the ramifications. Even Joe Biden, even Joe crazy. Biden called John Fetterman's idea, I'll quote him, preposterous. Uh, Mr. Fetterman, I'm going to let you respond in just a minute, but I have a follow-up for you first, Mr. Oz. Did you or your company make a profit from promoting those products? You have 30 seconds. I never sold weight loss products as... as described in those commercials. It's a, it's a television show, like this is a television show, so people can run commercials on the show. Well, that's not the question. And that's a perfectly appropriate yeah. and very tra transparent process. I ruffled a lot of feathers on my show because I told people the truth, and I'm proud of that. I'll do the exact same thing as a U.S. Senator. Oh. But, the, but, but there's, there's, there's no way to, to defend what John Fetterman has done with socialized medicine. That is a radical departure from what we in America have yeah, accepted. I, I must, and relationship I between you, John, you'll have I, your I, turn. I, I, yeah. John, must, let me I finish. Respond to that. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let him respond, please. A doctor and a patient, and that's Oz, what I would shut up. patients to do. Thank you. Mr. Fetterman, he uh, accused you of socialized yeah. medicine, supporting socialized medicine. What is your response? Yeah. Again, again, 
it's the Oz rule. He's on TV and he's lying. I've never, so I, I never supported any of that thing. You know, he keeps talking about Bernie, Bernie Sanders. You know, three, year, three years ago, he was on his show and he hugged him and he said, I love this guy. You know what? Why don't you pretend that you, you live what? in Vermont instead of Pennsylvania and what? run against Bernie Sanders? Because all you can do is talk about Bernie Sanders because my truth is, is that healthcare is a basic fundamental right. And I believe in expanding that. And I believe about supporting, fighting for health care, the kind of health care that saved my life. Thank Dennis, you very that was much. dishonest. He, he explicitly supported socialized Mr. Honest, medicine. We have Bernie a lot Sanders. of topics to get okay. to. We I think we did this. Lisa, on. you go ahead. We are going to move on to the next topic. And this has come up earlier. And that is the issue of fracking. Pennsylvania only trails Texas in terms of natural gas production. Both of you have taken shifting positions on the issue of fracking. Mr. Oz, we begin with you. You wrote a column in 2014 calling for no fracking pending health study results. But in a video posted on social media in March, you said, quote, natural gas guarantees high paying skilled jobs right here in Pennsylvania. So back off, Biden. Give us freedom to frack. Mr. Oz, please explain that changing position. 60 seconds. I've been very consistent. Fracking has been demonstrated. It's a very old technology to be safe. Uh, it is a lifeline for this Commonwealth to be able to build wealth, similar to what they've been able to achieve in other states. For that reason, I strongly support fracking, drilling, the piping of that natural gas. In fact, I build a facility even in Philadelphia so we can export it uh, to our allies and help them, the ones that are struggling now in Eastern and Western Europe because of the Ukrainian war. John Fetterman calls fracking a stain on Pennsylvania. He says that he would sign a moratorium to ban its continued use. He, he, he's against pipelines. He voted or supported the vote against the Keystone Pipeline that ended up shutting it down. He supports Biden's desire to ban fracking on public lands, which are our lands, all of our lands together. This is a extreme position on energy. If we unleashed our energy here in Pennsylvania, it would help everybody. Why John Fetterman is so rigidly stuck on fighting against uh, energy companies is, stu is stunning to me because it's the jobs I want. Tens of thousands of high paying jobs to help Pennsylvanians. Thank you, Mr. Again, Oz. Uh, Oz rule. Mr. Fetterman, you know, 15 I seconds. absolutely support fracking. In fact, I live across the street mm. from a, the, a steel mill and they were going to frack to create their own energy in order to make them more competitive. And I support that living closer to anybody else in Pennsylvania for fracking to myself. I believe that we need independence with energy, and I believe I've walked that line my entire career. I believe Democrats- Mr. Mr. Fetterman, I do have a specific question, which you can continue on this topic, but you have made two conflicting statements regarding fracking. In a 2018 interview, you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. I never have. But earlier this month, you told an interviewer, quote, I support fracking. I support the energy independence that we should have here in the United States. So, Mr. Fetterman, please explain your changing position. 60 seconds. Good question and good job by her. Uh, yeah. I've, I've always supported fracking. And I always what? believe that I independence with statement. our energy is, is critical. We can't be held, you know, uh, you know, ransom to somebody like Russia. You know, I've always believed that energy independence is critical. And I've always believed that. And I do support fracking. I've never taken any money from their 
their, their industry, but I support how critical it is that we produce our own energy and create energy independence. I must correct the record. Uh, we'll he have just a second, Mr. Oz. I do want to clarify something. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking, but there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? Good job. It's his truth. My lived experience. Oh. Uh, I, I, I do support fracking, and I love oh, oh, man. I don't, I don't <laughs> love fracking. I support fracking. I frack and all I the stand, time, oh. and I do support fracking. Okay. Whoa! Thank you, Mr. Fetterman. Whoa! Oh, Lisa, nice. there's not just Look, a one was you before read. the primary. There's pictures uh, of him no, signing. We have to go. We have to move on. But we I, have I, to I, get the fundamentals of the truth out we, here. John Fetterman over and over again took positions against energy. We have a lot of topics. You will have a chance to have that in your. They may want one comment then. The energy industry is living in fear of John Fetterman. I want to know Mr. We want to now turn to public safety. Mr. Fetterman, Republicans have called you dangerously soft on crime. The Pennsylvania State Troopers Association has endorsed Democrat Josh Shapiro for governor. But in this race, it endorsed your Republican opponent, Mr. Oz. What is your response to those endorsements? And what is your response to accusations that you are, quote, dangerously soft on crime? You have 60 seconds. I personally chase down. I I believe that I ran on my record on crime. Every criminal. I ran to be mayor. I ran after a guy with a shotgun. In order to fight gun violence, (laughs) and that's exactly what I did. In working with the police and working with our community, I I was able to stop gun violence for five and a half years as mayor. Ever accomplished before or since my time as as mayor because I'm the only person on this stage right now that has con, con, was successful about pushing back against gun violence and being the community more safe. You know, all being he's the done community is more safe. A plan okay. up on he's got his me. He's website me. in the last 24 hours. He has no experience. He has never made any attempt to try to address crime during his entire career, except showing up for photo ops here in Philadelphia. He voted for a convicted murderer to be released to from jail. To that, and then I have Are we supposed to translate for Fetterman? Police from Braddock, the small town he represented, endorsed me. They supported me because what he's saying is not true. Violence skyrocketed in Braddock. I mean, the town wasn't in a good shape when John got there. It got worse when he was there. People kept leaving. So, of course, you're going to have uh, you know all kinds of aberrations. But, John, the okay. city was dangerous under your leadership. And that's why right, the I want FOP to turn to you now, me. Mr. Oz, this past summer, Congress passed the first gun control bill in decades. That would not have happened without the support of the man you are running to replace Pat Toomey. How would you have voted on that bill? And would you continue Toomey's legacy as being one of the lead Republicans in Congress on pushing for gun reforms? You have 60 seconds. I have been supported by Pat Toomey. I have enjoyed working with him. I think he's done a wonderful job. There are parts of that bill that I like a lot. For example, I like the fact that there are background checks that are being strengthened now so we can make sure that people who should not have guns don't get guns. I also like the fact that there was a lot of money invested for mental health, uh, which is an important part of the equation. I've been to Philadelphia. I've done prayer vigils with black clergy leaders who are desperately trying to save the people in their community. Half the murders in Philadelphia are committed by people under 18. We have got to get mental health services to these people, and it's not happening now. But part of the problem is that we have taken away the ability of police to do their job, and that's on John Fetterman. 
because John Fetterman has taken such a harsh position against them. He's undermined them at every level, taken away some of their funding. He's um, pushed for Krasner, who he admires tremendously, and he's spoken highly of him just this week. Uh, he's taken his policies to a new extreme. He's argued that people should be let out of jail without any bail, no matter what they did to get in there. A guy he's he, argued uh, to release one-third yeah. of all prisoners. One-third of all prisoners, Quick, out of touch. Quickly, 15 seconds. Would you against? have voted for that? Pat Toomey. I bet he's a Scottish lord. I would have tried to improve that bill. There are things that I think most of us appreciate. I wasn't there at the time, so I can't speak to what was possible. Uh, But I do know there are parts of that bill that do make sense, and the ones I described should be followed. Let's see how it works out. Okay. Thank you. Lisa, on to our next issue, and that is unconstitutional. It has been a problem in the United States for decades, but it is now spiking. U.S. Customs and Border Protection just released numbers from fiscal year 2022. They show more than 2.7 million total enforcement actions in the U.S. That is the most ever. Mr. Oz, beginning with you. Republican governors in the South have been sending migrants to Democratic-run cities and states without a plan or without any coordination. It is certainly gaining a lot of attention, but is it an effective way to deal with the influx of migrants? You have 60 seconds. Lisa, we have a catastrophe at the border, and we should not have sanctuary cities as John Fetterman has tried to introduce. But I've been into the parts of Philadelphia and Allentown and Reading, where we have large Latino populations. I understand the challenges of of the border. My father was an immigrant. My mother were immigrants. You know, I understand what legal immigration offers us, but the completely a porous, open nature of our border, which John Fetterman supports, has created a humanitarian crisis right with cartels profiting, with human I trafficking operations. These they take fake. the money, they it's buy so narcotics ridiculous. from China and bring that into our country, and it's making every state a border state. Pennsylvania is already a border state because we're top three in the country in fentanyl overdoses. I just be like, I can't go we should secure the border, thank you. Where I'm giving a, a big event That's where okay. I don't meet multiple people who say their personal lives have been be destroyed because of fentanyl overdoses. Yet <laughs> yeah. John Fetterman not only wants an open border, <laughs> That's not what only I'm saying. Like this is cities, but he wants to legalize all sad. hard drugs in America, including narcotics. I think that's he's warmed up, though. I think Federer yeah. is warmed up. But, yeah. touch with that, everybody. That radical position was tried in Oregon, which he endorsed. That, that, 50% homicide increase rate. Oh, one moment. I will give a 15-second rebuttal. Yeah, that, that is, again, Oz rule. That is just not true. Uh, you know, you know, here, his, his family's company was, it was levied the largest fine for Bro. ingration hiring of, of, of immigrate uh, illegals. Hiring Greeks. Oh, my. And I think you should sit this one out about in terms of what a, a circus. Tor- I don't think he was hiring a border. How, what, what did he even we just say? How long ago was his stroke? For you, Mr. A couple months ago. In May. Hey, May? That's says, insane, man. The southern border, border is secure, yes, yet we are seeing an unprecedented number of migrants crossing. Is the border secure? And if not, what would you do to fix what both parties are calling a crisis. You have 60 seconds, Mr. Fetterman. Yeah. You know, I believe that uh, I believe that uh, a secure border is can be compatible with compassion. I believe we need a comprehensive and bipartisan solution for immigration. That, that's what I believe. I don't ever recall in the Statue of Liberty did they say, you know, you know, take our tired huddle masses and put them on a bus and use cheap political stunts about them. I believe we have to develop a comprehensive and bipartisan solution bipartisan. To, to address our issue here for immigration here in the, our nation. The memes tomorrow are going right, to be insane. There's so the much content in the room. Everything he says is going to be a meme. They're, they're going to make so a songs about it. Now to foreign policy. <laughs> this is Federer, sick. What do you believe is the greatest foreign threat to the United States of America? You have 60 seconds. Dr. Oz. 
if he says I, be, I believe I, I believe you know is is right now is is China I believe China is mm -hmm. not our friend and I believe that we can't be able to push back and we need to stand against China and I believe that Dr. Oz has chosen to take. Uh, manufacture all of his merchandise on his name on it in China which one of us on this stage is going to stand up against and stand firm against China you know and I believe that's our single biggest you know, issue right now to make sure that we address China and make sure that we know that it's not our friend. What, Mr. Rice, what? what do you believe is the greatest foreign threat to the United States of America? You have 60 seconds. The fact that our country is not projecting strength. Take, for example, what we're doing with Iran. In order to try to get them to give us a little oil so we can deal with the catastrophe that Russia has caused, uh, we have gone to them and tried to sign a, a deal that would allow them once again to have the nuclear power to blow up Israel, which they promised they would do. John Fetterman supports that deal. It doesn't make any sense for America to treat our enemies better than our allies. We have to message with our strong voice and the energy we have in our country that we have control over our future. And the best way for America to establish its dominance is to unleash the energy here in Pennsylvania and across the country. By not doing that, not only do we cause all kinds of problems with local jobs and inflation, but we're destroying our ability to remain energy dominant and we're not able to become allies like we should be for countries like European nations, which are going to struggle their, with their coldest winter ever. It's the best way to punch Putin Conspiracy back theory. and to teach China lesson mm -hmm. is American energy to reign supreme. And John Fetterman doesn't like American energy, and they are scared of him because they, they know they can't trust him. They keep he's calling him Mr. Mr. Oz, but he's a doctor. He's, a, he's, a, he's literally right, a doctor. Yeah, to our next issue. In our recent next poll, give that a hypothetical surgeon. rematch yeah. between Joe Biden to, uh, and Donald Trump in 2024 oh, look at that. Trump wins. would be a statistical tie in Pennsylvania. 46% of people said they would vote for former President Trump, 45% for President Biden. Mr. Oz, would you support Mr. a Trump Oz? 2024 run and why 60 seconds? I'll support whoever the Republican Party yeah. puts up. Uh, and I have reached out across the aisle on my campaign huh. because I want to bring balance to Washington. And I've to tried to work with Democrats and Republicans <laughs> and people in the middle, and people on shore, and people who forgot, and people who got angry with where their party was headed. I want to bring us together to make this country do what it's always been able to do. Unify, not divide. And address the problems as a surgeon, because in the OR, that's what I do. I just fixed the big problem in front of me. John Fetterman, however, cannot go to Washington and work with the other side because he doesn't he even talk. get along with his own side. He criticized Joe Biden for not spending enough no, money can't. and not sidling up close enough to Bernie Sanders. Well, he says later. he won't work with Joe Manchin. Mm. He said, if you vote, if you like Joe Manchin, don't vote for me. So if you're picking fights with your own party, you're not going to be able to reach across the aisle to the other side. His extreme positions have made it untenable for Republican lawmakers. We need to send someone to Washington who understands the importance of balance sensible decision-making, and a common-sense approach to the challenges that we all face. That's not John Fetterman. Uh, Mr. Oz, uh, you drive a hard Trump bargain, has Oz. supported you. He has endorsed you. Why won't you fully commit to supporting him in 2024? Oh, I do. I would support Donald Trump if he decided to run for president. All right. But it's, this is bigger than one candidate. This is a much bigger story about how we are going to build a bigger tent to let more Americans feel safe. Are you concerned about the ongoing legal investigations involving the former president? 30 seconds, sir. I haven't followed them very carefully. I've been campaigning yeah, pretty aggressively. They'll work themselves out. <laughs> I have cares? tremendous confidence in the American legal system, and I believe law and order will reign supreme. But speaking about that topic, there's one person on this stage who's broken the law, we believe. John Fetterman took a shotgun, chased a unarmed <gasps> American comes, man, yeah. and put the gun, apparently, according to that man, to his chest. 
John, you weren't pulled over by the police. Uh, they let you go. You were the mayor at the time. Why haven't you apologized to that unarmed, innocent black man who you put a shotgun to his chest? Whoa! We'll allow a 30-second response to that, Mr. Meme. Fetterman, specifically what he was saying referring uh, to the incident in Braddock. Uh, I... I made the opportunity to defend our community as the, the chief law enforcement officer there. From Everybody in Braddock, uh, an overwhelmingly majority uh, community of, of black uh, community, all understood what happened. You know, they uh, they understood what happened, and everybody agreed that. And nobody believes that it was anything about me making a split second decision to to defend our community as well. Why not apologize? Uh, 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 Mr. Oz, please. Uh, we, we are still with Mr. Fetterman. Turning to you right now, you support a Biden run. Do you support a Biden run in 2024? Why in 60 seconds? Uh, that's honestly, it's up to his choice whether he, you know, and if he does choose to run, I would absolutely support him. But ultimately, that's ultimately only his choice. All right. Thank you, Mr. Fetterman. A follow-up question on this. Our next star poll shows 51% of Pennsylvania voters disapprove of the president's job performance. You have publicly supported many of his policy positions. Are there any that you disagree with? 30 seconds. That's good. Who can type this fast? Does not compute. No, I, I just believe he needs to do more Whoa. about supporting uh, and fighting about in, in, inflation. Uh, and I, I do believe he can do more about that. But uh, at, at the end of the day, I think Joe Biden is a good good family man, and I believe he stands for the union way of life, and I believe that employment, unemployment is already down to the lowest level in the last 50 years. It's All a, right, it's thank an you, gentlemen. Dennis. Speech to Let's turn now, gentlemen, to the issue of Social I mean, Security. Is, it is only fully funded through 2034. Like Many so Americans are Actually, Biden that they will never receive statement. their full benefit or have to accept cuts to their benefits. Mr. Fetterman, how are you going to make sure it is there for them? You have 60 seconds. We need to make sure that Dr. Oz and the Republicans believe in cutting Medicare and Social Security. And I believe that like they gotta be have to support and expand Social Security. It seems like and he's reading their responses like, are being given out to him on the, the Washington, D.C. You know? I would support and stand choppy. and to support security. Uh, Sounds like a robot. Security. Super weird. Okay, thank you, Mr. Oz. Same question to you. How are you going to make sure that Social Security is available for future Americans? You have 60 seconds. We made a deal with the wonderful seniors of our nation. They worked their hearts out. They paid into a program. No one's going to touch it on my watch except to make sure that it's stronger than it is right now. Social Security, Medicare, which I know a lot about as a doctor, are f the fundamental uh, element of security for our seniors, and they deserve to feel like they're valued by our nation. John Fetterman, again, has been running ads and saying that I'm against those with no proof. I have never said anything different than what I'm saying to you on this stage. But in an effort to fearmonger with people who are older and can be taken advantage of, he'll run these ads. John, it's re re reprehensible, but it's also reflective of your approach to doing these things. You haven't shown up on the campaign trail. You haven't answered questions from voters, not once on the campaign trail. You haven't answered questions from media once on the ma campaign trail, even you know, just to show off that you could do it. And this is the only debate I could get you to come to talk to me on. And I had to beg on my knees to get you to come. And if it wasn't for Dennis probably getting involved, I don't think it would have happened. Le Seniors need to know more about your radical left positions, and I need to be able to tell them about my positions. That's what democracy is built on. We exchange ideas, the voters decide. You have hidden from it. Mr. Oz, I'm going to let you have 15 seconds in a moment, Mr. Fetterman, but can you give us a specific example of what you would do to protect Social Security? 
Well, for one, we have to make sure that it adequately increases with the higher inflation rates that we have. So we've got to make that 4% of wasted money that right now is in the budget uh, redirected appropriately. And one of the first places that I would use it is Social Security and Medicare. And here's the reason. One of the worst things we can do to a, to a, to a people is give them bad quality uh, uh, care. And so if you have... Pe- if, if you have people who are not going to see a doctor, for example, because they can't afford it, they'll get sicker. Bad medicine means more costs. Thank no you. one benefits. Thank you. Mr. Fetterman, he said a few things a moment ago. I want to give you 15 seconds to respond to those. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now, again, I just can't, I can't just say one thing other than that Dr. Oz would not support and he would support cutting Medicare. He would not support. John, why do you say it's, that? It's, I've it's, never it's, said it's, that. It's absolutely a fact. It's a fact. You okay. would have voted against the, the Inflation Reduction Act, which has dropped our, our prescription drugs. And oh. he doesn't believe. Okay, gentlemen, costs. we need to move on. Lisa. All right, we are moving on to the topic of education. This the cost of college boy. tuition yeah. is now out of reach for many, many families. Our question is for both of you. He's we like start with Mr. Oz. What neck, is your but, plan to bring uh, down the cost like of stocky. higher education long term? You have one minute, Mr. Oz. I've worked in academic medical centers my whole life, so I'm in higher education. And I can tell you the reason that the prices have gone up sixfold in the last 40 years is not because the education quality is better. We've added extra, extra layers of middle, uh, middle level individuals who don't actually improve the quality education in my opinion. There's a lot of expenses now incurred by these institutions and it's not right for the American people to be stuck with the bill. I would push them to offer more electronic classes. Half the kids don't live on campus anyway. John Fetterman's approach, however, is not to deal with the unnecessarily high cost, but just to pay it. So if you wanna pay students who didn't pay their loans back. Basically what John Fetterman and Joe Biden are, 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 are arguing for is for plumbers who didn't go to college and couldn't for a bunch of reasons afford it to pay the bills of lawyers who went to graduate school and haven't paid their debt back. I don't think that's right for the American whoa, 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 people. Whoa. We want a fair system. Drop the cost down by pushing for more value for the money we're spending and then ensure there's a high quality education that lets people make a living when they graduate. All right. I will allow a 15 second rebuttal specifically on the issue of student loan debt, which uh, Mr. Oz was referring to. Mr. Fetterman. Uh, again, Dr. Oz, you know, loves free, free money when it's a, a half a million dollar tax break on one of his, you know, homes down in a ranch in Florida. And whether it was a $50 tax break, you know, about his farm in Montgomery County. So it's about supporting and helping, you know, young earners, excuse me, young, young, uh, young you know, students to oh. give them a break. I believe that that supporting uh, s- uh, all right let me just ask specifically student loan debt the debt <laughs> reminds me of breaking bad he said fifty dollar tax break fifty bucks everybody would be happy with that do you support that goes, again I, I i do absolutely he starts support up with, that I again believe, like a I little said, blow him up belly uh, it's about helping 
yeah. young learners, you know, be able to get a better start, you know, getting off <clears throat> in the start of their life. And I, I do believe that. And I believe a, ma a majority of Americans support that as well, too. Helping helping young young learners. This All right, Mr. Nuts. Fetterman, I want to ask bad. you the it same question that I asked Mr. Oz, and what is your plan to bring down the cost of higher education long term? You have one minute. Yeah, I don't think he he didn't answer he didn't answer the the, the question whatsoever. I, I didn't answer I, the and question. I believe, uh, Mr. Oz, I believe, Mr. Oz, please give him uh, a moment. I, you, know, you didn't. You didn't. You know, I I, I, I fundamentally believe that every quality public university education should be very affordable in, in in every state, and I think that needs to be a significant investment. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, to make sure that pouring. anyone be able to afford to go to get a four degree. Uh, university degree, you know, at say a Penn State year or, Pitt, or any state schools a to make it much degree? more affordable, oh, and that a means four degree university a degree. significant mm -hmm. investment to make sure and create it affordable that every family can afford. How exactly, this Mr. Federman, do you propose doing that to make it more affordable for a fam for families? No, I, I just believe. I just making it that much more. I just it, believe. It, it costs too much, <laughs> and I believe providing the resources to to That's reduce cool. the tuition to allow families to be able to afford it. All right, we have a follow-up question. This one now is for both of you. This is from News Nation viewer Ann Andrews, a registered nurse from Conneautville near Erie. Ann is a vocational educational instructor for a university and a practicing registered nurse. If you were elected, could you please tell me what you would be doing for vocational education in the state of Pennsylvania as well as our nation? So, Mr. Oz, if elected, what would you do for vocational education? You have 30 seconds. I've visited vocational schools. I have an answer. But, John, because obviously I wasn't clear enough for you to understand this, there's no question that cutting out the middle levels of oh, higher no. education Jeez, and dude, providing digital on. programs would reduce the cost of education. It's a concrete set of ideas that I'd like to move on. With regard to vocational education, this is really important for us to allow our trade unions to get closely linked, more closely linked with uh, the vocational schools. I was in a vocational school in Westmoreland, and they have about a thousand kids. They could take two thousand kids. Funding those programs is the smartest way to invest our tax dollars. We'll turn out twice as many children who have a job as soon as they graduate. It supports our trade unions who want those kids in their positions anyway. Thank it makes you, the Ms. whole program. We're watching Thank the Republicans you, Mr. Oz. win the Mr. Senate. Mr. Fetterman, if elected, yep. what would you do for vocational education? Why you, you have thirty seconds. Again. I think it's, no, it's, it's just the uh, same way that university for degrees as well, too. Supporting that and partnering with the, the unions and making sure that vocation training are as, 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 uh, as affordable and providing the resources to make sure everyone has the opportunity. Going to college isn't the right choice for, for every person, you know, but going to those kind of vocational schools and able to create a career mm -hmm. to, to wait to, excuse me, to wane uh, reach a lot of a uh, high salary and again supporting to reduce those costs are critical too. All right, thank you, gentlemen. This race is not saying now, anything. This race is costing more than a quarter Democrats of a billion dollars. Have wow. called for the Supreme is Court to be fair. expanded. Candidates, we want to know where you stand on this. Mr. Fetterman, should the Supreme Court be expanded? And if so, by how many justices? You have 60 seconds. I don't believe, I've never, I, I don't stand, I, and I don't believe in that. You know, I fundamentally believe that even though I don't agree with the ideological breakup uh, of the S Supreme Court, you know, I believe it, it's not about changing the rules, it's about uh, acknowledging where we're at, much the way the Republicans want to try to change the Constitution about how 
our Supreme Court in Pennsylvania was going to be done, and I don't support that. So I think it's, it's critical that we be con consistent, and I do not believe in supporting the uh, Supreme Court. Mr. Oz, same question to you. Should the Supreme Court be expanded? If so, by how many justices? You have 60 seconds. I would never touch the makeup of the Supreme Court, and I would uh, advocate to leave it the exact same size it is. But John Fetterman's radical positions have spilled over into what he would do in Washington. One of the first things he has said, and he came back to the campaign trail, is that he wanted to bust the filibuster, which means removing the, the brakes on the Senate overreacting. That's, that's a That's risk. true. That is, that is true. But if you do that, then you would free up the Democrats in the Senate without getting the normal amount of votes to actually expand the Supreme Court, add more states, do things that are detrimental to the well-being of the country. So I think, and your first day back, arguing that we should get rid of the filibuster is a dangerously radical move that would hurt Washington. It's not in our nation's best interest. Yeah, it would lead to a civil war. No joke. Thank you both very much. All right. At this time, we are ready for our closing statements. You each have 90 oh, seconds goodness. to convince Pennsylvania <laughs> to vote for you on Election Day. Mr. Fetterman, you are first. 90 seconds. Once again, I would just like to say that I, my campaign is all about fighting for anyone in Pennsylvania that ever got knocked down, that had to get back up again. You know, I'm also fighting for any forgotten community all across Pennsylvania that ever got knocked down, that had to be made to get back up. You know, I've made my entire career dedicating to those kinds of pursuits. I started as a GED instructor back in, in Braddock over 20 years ago because I believe it's about serving Pennsylvania, not about using Pennsylvania for uh, their own end interests as well. Uh, to me, careers are revealed uh, by your, your real underlying values. And my values have always been about fighting for forgotten communities all across Pennsylvania. All right. Thank you, Mr. Fetterman. Mr. What? Oz, your final thoughts, 90 seconds. You didn't say anything. I love traveling Chumba to the four Wama. corners of the beautiful Commonwealth, and I've heard your problems. I'm a surgeon, doctor. I listen to what you say, and I'm trying to help address them today. I've talked to seniors worried their social security checks wouldn't go far enough with the raging inflation. I've talked to couples when I make their first down payment on a new house and they can't afford it anymore because of interest rates. I've talked to families. You want to cut social security. Um, Mr. Fetterman, it's his turn for his closing. <laughs> I've talked to, to Jeez, families dude. worried about fentanyl showing up in their mailbox and literally taking the lives of their children who they find blue in bed. I, I've talked to families who won't let their kids go outside because of the crime wave that's been facilitated by left radical policies like the ones John Fetterman has been advocating for. But here's the deal. Right? None of this has to happen. This is all very addressable. I'm a surgeon. I'm not a politician. We take big problems, we focus on them, and we fix them. We do it by uniting, by coming together, not dividing. And by doing that, we can get ahead. But I've got one question to challenge you with, just one question. If you take what I'm saying to heart, ask yourself this and others in your family. Are you unhappy with where America's headed? I am. And if you are as well, then I'm the candidate for change. I'm a living embodiment of the American dream. I believe we're the land of opportunity, the land of plenty. I believe we can balance a budget without recklessly spending. I believe we can have, have an unleashed energy policy that helps us all. I believe that we can have safe city streets and a secure border so legal immigrants can come across, but you shut the fentanyl out. I believe we can give parents choice in where their kids go to school. We can have affordable health care. But most of all, I believe in you. And if, if you can do this together, and we can, I would ask for your vote on election day. God bless you. We do have one final question. An important That's pretty issue good. In Pennsylvania. Yeah. 
Uh, the eyes of the state are on this debate tonight, but on Sunday they will be on Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia as the state's two NFL teams go head-to-head. -head. Mr. Fetterman, Steelers or Eagles and why? <laughs> Eagles. Oh, okay. clearly, always for the Steelers. Oh, Mr. Steelers. Oz. I'll be at the game rooting for my Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you both so much. This does conclude oh, our Brennan Circus. We got the sports <laughs> ball in. That's really going to be important at the, at the voting box this election. Okay. I'm sorry. That was really hard for me, you guys. Like, I wanted so hard uh, just to, to, like, scream every time Fetterman spoke because he wasn't saying things. And this is the important point about Fetterman and Biden. Is it my job to translate for you what he's saying? What, 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 what Belin? He said, Belin? Like, yo, we make fun of Trina Nashavada pressure, better calf care, next no rest, et cetera, et cetera. Yo, he's got, I think, like 15 new words in that. At least. Yeah. And it's no, it's the re representative's job to translate your feelings into policy. It's I, not your job to translate the representative. I like to make up new words, but this is uh, on another level, even far beyond well, it's me. it's the machine. It's the yeah. party of the machine. And they put people forward because the people, the candidate doesn't matter. It's the machine that's behind them. Yeah, that's absolutely true. The big money behind it. Yeah. Gigander says, am I the only one to find the Dr. Oz and medically disabled Fetterman debate ironic? You know, uh, I will say this, because we, we, we have a bunch of stuff we can talk about. I want to talk about Kanye for sure. This was Dr. Oz. I, th I think he did, a, he did a decent job. Um, I was surprised. He actually answered some of these questions. Fetterman didn't seem to understand what was going on. No, no joke. It's not just that he, he needs the machine. So you'll notice there were two monitors. One was transcribing and one was delayed transcribing, probably because if he, he has to like look back and forth if he misses something. But how many times has Oz got to say, like, I'm not going to cut Social Security? And then Fetterman goes, he's going to cut Social Security. It's almost like he couldn't understand what was being said. When Oz was like, I'm going to digitize portions of our education system and get rid of the administrative staff bloat. And then Fetterman was like, you didn't even answer the question. He's like, I did. I said, I'm going to. And like, he repeated the answer. That was just as I don't know if there's enough words to describe or an effective word I to describe how painful that was. They clearly coached Fetterman. He had some canned lines that he put in there. He had practiced saying Roe v. Wade like 4,000 times. So he had, mm -hmm. you know, they gave him some Yo. coaching and then saw, thought they could let him loose, but it just didn't work. What's, so. what's up with him saying words the same way every time? Roe v. Wade. Because I, I, I support Roe v. Wade. And I, I'm for Roe v. Wade. It was, it was almost like, you ever listen to those automatic voice things where it's mm -hmm. like hello you have reached and it's because the word <laughs> was recorded one time and then the program spliced them together so it like doesn't that's what it sounded like that to me was nuts what we were watching right there is the republicans winning the senate i gotta say i don't I'm not a huge fan of dr i mean i don't hate him I, he got my vote if i had to vote in that election man oz all oh, the hands, way dude he's laser focused compared to the other option yeah. I, I, I we've been making fun of dr oz i think he's he's a bit goofy but here I just watched two guys. And you know, you, you guys ever watched that Family Guy episode where they hire an ugly chick to stand next to Meg? Mm -hmm. This is a family. So, so by comparison, she, she looks, looks more better. attractive. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what that was. I thought Dr. Oz was bad. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, Kathy Barnett could be there mm. running circles. Mm. And then Dr. Oz, he didn't, he didn't do bad. He had some good answers. His closing statement, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Um, his talk about college, I think college is dumb. But talking about, like you said, digitizing elements and getting the, the, the bloat from the administrative staff, I'm like, I actually like that. And then Fetterman's just like, you didn't even say anything. And it's like, whoa, dude. When Fetter Look, normally in politics, Donald Trump 
let's say you got Trump and Biden or something, or no, Biden's not a good example because he's very similar. Yeah. But let's say you've got like, you know, guy, guy B. One guy might say like, I'm going to lower gas prices by doing a tax holiday. The other guy says, you're not even proposing a real plan to lower prices. That's a debate. That's an argument, right? Because you can argue that a tax holiday is not permanent and then everyone argues. When Fetterman says you didn't answer it, it just sounds like he's unable to comprehend what's being said next to him. But I want to warn everybody. We're all saying, like, I just said we we're watching the Republicans win the Senate. Yo, <laughs> they voted for Biden. They voted for Biden despite mm -hmm. turning on a shadow of pressure and all that stuff. Actually, he may have said that after the campaign or whatever. But the point is, we all knew Biden was hiding in the basement. We knew he wasn't going to campaign. And maybe that's why. Maybe the Democrats knew that if Biden went out and actually tried to debate more than a few times or campaign, it would be endless commercials of gibberish, garbled nonsense. Right. And that's why they don't have him do it. And he kept calling a lid and hiding. I was wondering if that was like the technique. If they make people feel bad for him, literally feel so bad for him. Like, oh, well, we'll yeah. just give it to him. I don't know. I was going to ask you if you think that was even like a thing they would try. I have no idea. But like I said, you know, I just looked it up. Half a, you know, quarter of a billion dollars rather in this race. $250 million. <laughs> you know, there's 10,000 people polling this, you know, mm -hmm. you know, there's all sorts of consultants. And they've come out with, they think they can win this. They obviously think that they can win yeah. this. And I, after this, I don't know. But I'm just a... They uh, think he's the way to go. I'm so. imagining some like campaign PR guy who's like sitting in the office smoking a cigar and he goes, Fetterman. And they're like, what are you kidding? The dude just had a stroke. He's like, trust me. Yeah. And then it's like this radical plan where he's like <laughs> this city slicker salesman. He's like, people are going to want to vote for the guy who can't talk straight. You're mad. We're going to lose this. And then they're going to pull out a victory somehow. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, they did honest. that joke. I don't remember what it was, but when Bush was, George W. Bush was president, I remember seeing some comedy sketch where the joke was, he's folksy and an idiot in public, mm -hmm. Fetterman. And then behind the scenes, he's like Mr. Burns or some like ridiculous intelligent well the, the the gag we've we brought up a couple times is that like joe biden's on stage he, he got lost recently he's like where are we going where? and then as soon as he walks behind the curtain he stands up straight and he goes all right let's get back to work <laughs> ladies and gentlemen let's fucking do this. did they believe it they believed it sir good if people actually thought i was of sound mind i'd be going down with hunter biden at the same time what if there was like a pollster being like oh a lot of people are getting strokes nowadays that's relatable <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's invest in this guy and, and again a, a quarter billion dollars that, that's a lot of money that we're talking yeah, about seriously. here and, and again if you invest that much you think you're gonna let someone quit halfway no, that's money down the drain. So I think, you know, this poor guy is being pushed out there. Obviously, when you have a mental uh, injury, when you when you have a severe brain injury, you need to rest. You need to take it easy. You shouldn't be on, on a Seriously. debate stage with what New York Times is calling the most watched debate of this political season. Wow. This is, this is not okay, and it's not good to watch. I felt uncomfortable watching yeah. it, and mm -hmm. this is truly a disservice, not only to the people of Pennsylvania, but the people of the United States. I want to believe I want to believe that come tomorrow, come the day after tomorrow, when the polls roll in, the polling is going to flip. Oz is going to take the lead. And with the, with the all, already bias in the polling system, we're going to be looking at Oz winning. Again, I find Oz a little bit goofy, but hey, better than Fetterman for a lot of reasons. I want to believe it. But come on, guys. They voted for Biden. Yeah. Isn't there a strong possibility people watch that and said, don't nope, don't care? Well, the thing is, people really didn't like Trump. That's what Biden had his ace in the hole. And people don't really dislike Oz. They might you know, have some issues here and there with him. But like I, Trump evoked the ire in humans. I think not people, like like and no one come before that I, I've ever seen. I think the reason Trump may have endorsed Oz is because people do like him. Hmm. And his attitude was like, look, Oz is a celebrity. He's a people person. He's a people pleaser. And we're we're politicos. So we are like Kathy Barnett was the right option. But Trump 
I mean, Trump knows his stuff. He's probably thinking PR wise, you've got a famous TV doctor or Kathy Barnett, who we respect more, but she's very much hyper political. Take policy out of it. Think of what a normal person who doesn't know anything about politics thinks after seeing this. There's a guy. I respect him. He's polished. He's clearly articulate. He's got a med degree. You know, I've seen, seen him on him TV. Yeah, yeah. That's him. OK, he's fine. Then there's another guy. He looks like a bub. I feel a little bad for him. He shouldn't be up there. No, of course he shouldn't not. be up there. Do you think they put Fetterman on the on stage right because of his neck? If they if they put Fetterman stage left, the camera angle would have showed shown the massive growth or whatever he's got on his neck. Yeah, they control and micromanage almost every aspect of this debate. Uh, the questions that are specifically asked are a lot of times random. Sometimes they're leaked to the candidate, just like we saw with Donna Brazil and Hillary Clinton. But when it comes to the, the stage, the breaks, the time, everything is negotiated between the two candidates. So it wouldn't surprise me if Fetterman said and his campaign said, hey, we want to be on this side of the stage. And, yep. you know, they, they debate that all the time and they negotiate for someone, those spots. Someone super chatted, Sobic mentioned that if Fetterman wins, he's going to step down for health reasons and then give, assuming Shapiro wins the governorship, an appointment. Yeah. Wow. That's what it'll be. Interesting. Someone totally uncharismatic, like a very, very dark person. Wow. Who man. couldn't win. I'd love yeah. to get up. Yeah, some I mean, Goldman look, Sachs look, look banker. Yeah, yeah. Some, some kind of ruthless corporate banker head L- literally that, of course, is just seething to just suck the blood out of the poor working class blue collar people of Pennsylvania, just like most politicians. But they're, but they're literally going to appoint Mumia. Mumia? Who's I don't know that? who that is. Never mind. It's a big Philly thing. He shot, oh. a, he shot a cop. Never mind. Oh, oh. oh. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there was know. a big controversy with Snapple and, and that as well. Yeah, it's a big case. Mumia Abu Jamal? Mm-hmm. Yes. Political activist. Uh, yeah, that, that what they did in New York. That what they did in New York. I was just listening, and I do not want to start making fun of John Fetterman having a post-stroke hard time talking, but that what they did in New York. Even Oz started to mesh his words because he's sitting next to Fetterman like in that state of mind. It's right. crazy. But that's what they did in New York with Kathy Hochul. They just put her in position of power. Could you, yeah, and she's horrible. Could you imagine if someone here was unable to speak or understand and we, we thought we would keep doing the show? I'm sorry, you guys. Like, I, I've had days where my th- I, I, I was losing my voice, so I'm like, can't do the show. Mm. Yeah, you got to take the show health, comes man. first, and the country comes first. The job yeah. comes first, right? But I, but I mean, like, I, you know what I'm saying is like your health does. I'm not going to try and do a show talking like this, you but, know. But what I mean is, if someone can't do the show, you got to put the show first and take them out. They can't be part right, of that because they're going to ruin the the process. And yeah, Fetterman should not be here. I mean, look, imagine he's standing next to he's in the Senate. And he's standing next to an, our, our McConnell or, or somebody, and they quickly come up and say, "John, you got to understand what we're, we're pushing this bill because it matters the most that we get inflation down right now. So we got We got to cut spending here. We got to cut spending here. We're going to look at a two point three percent increase. You need to get on board with this. I'm not going to ask you twice." And John goes, "What? He's going to be a terror to work with. I would hate do to you, be a staffer." Do you think that when they're on, when they're when they're debating and negotiating in in, in on Senate floor, they're going to be having a big machine? So that when someone walks up to him personally and says, I need you to back me on this one, a Democrat even, Democrats need to consider this for themselves. A Democrat's going to walk up and say, John, vote yes, we need to get this bill done. He's going to go, I, I believe, uh, you know, and then they're gonna be like, great. And then it's going to come and he's going to go, no. And they're going to be like, what is he? It's like, well, you supported him, dude. But no, that's why I think he'll step down. John, press wrong button. Yeah. So if he were to win, he would immediately step down. 
That's that's something. I mean, that sounds reasonable. I, it, there's no way this guy can function in no this way. job. This no. is insane. It would it would drive all of his compatriots insane. All the Democrats would be hate the guy. They would yeah. loathe looking at him when he walked in because what a mockery he's making of American judi- of law and order and <sighs> the political system. Like. Uh, it's, it's amazing that the people even have the, the patience to put them on TV like that. I know what's going to happen tomorrow because I know it's already happening right now. Across this great nation, there are many a meme smith sitting at their computers, clipping away and producing mashups, songs, auto tunes. It's just going to be insane tomorrow because when you when you have this guy. Remember when he, he said recently, he was like, send me to Washington. So I, for a po- to push work for work. And you're like, what did he just say? Bro, I'm sorry, man. I'm not trying to be mean, but the dude didn't say words. I mean, he said words, but they don't go together. Imagine, we just got an hour of that. An hour. Philly Inquirer you, yo, is going to say he, he did great, though. They're going to translate sure. for him. Yeah. This is what they do for Joe Biden. Joe right. Biden will be like, you know, infl- inflation has got to, because it's too high and, you know, we're going to work and it'll make it, you know, down. And then the, the news report, the paper will say, like, Joe Biden said that inflation was too high and that we need to get it reduced immediately. With ellipses. No, they won't even put a quote. They'll be like, Joe oh, yeah. Biden w- expressed outrage over high inflation costs and promised to get the price down. Hmm. When, his, when his quote is bad enough... Where he says, like, come on, man, and like the prices, you know, are very high. Those ellipses. And it'll be like, Biden said, quote, you know, the prices are too high, dot, dot, dot. We got to get them down. Mm. But if it's too much gibberish, they're, I, I'm willing to bet this. Tomorrow, a bunch of the papers, all Democrats supporting, aren't going to quote him directly. They're going to say, in response to a question from Oz, Fetterman expressed X, Y, and Z. Paraphrase. Yeah. Ex- yeah, exactly. I have exactly. a counter viewpoint. I, I, I think he, this is, again, just speculation here is going to win, is going to become one of the biggest politicians out there. And I think there's going to be a Biden-Fetterman 2024 ticket (laughs) that's going to absolutely take it because what better opportunity for multinational corporations than to, of course, embed people in candidates that actually don't know what's going on, that could just rubber stamp all of their policies, which happens right now, according to my own personal opinion, with the Biden administration. I think it's clear as day. He's not in charge here. The people who put him in charge, they're the one calling the shots here. They're the ones pushing the Great Reset. They're the ones building back better. They're the ones destroying the American economy and, of course, stopping domestic energy exploration and production, which is deliberately creating an energy crisis right now. uh, The campaign slogan for Biden Fetterman 2024 is going to be like, Bertafan, forgive, come on. Shamna You know, Shaba. And people are going to be like, <laughs> what? It's funny, but it's true. I mean, like, a lot of people study how White Houses are structured. And with Trump, I mean, if he had something had happened to him, you know, everything would have been chaos because everything went up to the top. It was very personal. With Biden, you know, you've got all these little czars. You've got Ron Klein, Gina McCarthy, Podesta in there as well. Podesta. If Biden goes away, the machine continues to clack because it do- he doesn't matter. And I exactly. think it's the same with Fetterman. I, he doesn't matter. It's the machine. I want to, I'm sorry. I just need to stress this before we wrap up this, you know, segment. I want you all to realize where we are as a nation. Join us today during the Jeep celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. We're at a point 
where one of the oldest and most prominent political parties has decided to run someone with a severe mental disability, restricting their ability to comprehend words that are said before them. We can make it a little bit more crass. We are at the point where the Democrats are running and have run and won with brain damaged candidates. I'm not saying that to dig at Fetterman. I'm not using brain damaged as a kind of insult. It is a fact. Joe Biden, I believe, had an aneurysm and he got metal plates put in his brain. Yep. He struggles to speak. Fetterman recently, within the past, what was it, five months ago? It was in May. Had a stroke. I feel bad. I do not wish that on anybody. But you got to know when to bow out. But here we are in America. This is the point where this nation is. A man with a severe mental disability just on a debate stage for an hour. And, and there, are, there are prominent media and activists who are acting like this is good and okay and the right person to vote for. They may, as well, may, may have well, in my opinion, conceded the race immediately to Oz. And I do not understand what they're hoping to gain out of this. Oh, geez. I hope people can see reality. I really do. I, I don't know how distortive. I know drugs can really mess people up perception-wise. And, and you don't see things that are happening sometimes. Food also, I'm afraid, can do that. But I hope to God people see that, that debate and see it for what it was. There was a really funny moment where he just said, I just believe. When she was like, how are you going to get cost out? He said, I just believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that sums up the Democrat position on a lot of things. Yeah, and also randomly yelling and screaming yeah. doesn't really make you look strong. Mm -mm. No. This is brutal stuff, man. Yeah. Let's talk about the, uh, the Civil War that's coming. How about that, guys? We got Everyone the story drink. From Take a shot. Everybody drink. <laughs> uh, all right, Arizona Sheriff steps up security around ballot drop boxes amid reports of intimidation. I wanted to, I wanted to ask you guys about this because we have this story. Uh, some guys were wearing bulletproof vests. They had guns. They're in their, uh, Maricopa County, and they're uh, sitting next to some ballot drop boxes. Uh, apparently, there's an organization that's advocating for watching these ballot boxes, and I said this was going to happen. I said, you know, after like 2,000 mules and after a lot of these claims, people are going to go to the drop boxes and they are going to watch. Then you're eventually going to see Antifa show up. We've already had one woman show up confront him. The cops got called. Now the sheriff is sending, I guess, security police to monitor these boxes. And uh, I don't know. Does this escalate? The, what the bulwark wrote, and, you know, we're all big fans of the bulwark. They're the conservative neocons who hate Republicans. It's weird. They wrote that their, their, their scenario that they fear for escalation of civil war is that at a polling location and on the midterms, someone is there observing, someone on the right, they're armed. They see someone who they think is committing fraud or something. A fight breaks out. A gunshot rings out. A poll worker is on the ground bleeding. Someone films it. That was their scenario. My scenario is simpler. Two guys show up. They got bulletproof vests and they got guns. They're watching the ballot drop box. A leftist walks up to him, starts screaming, saying, get out of here. You're white supremacists. A scuffle breaks out. Nothing serious. The police are called and the police are forced to start pushing people back. Nobody can vote. The polling location is now closed and a dispute arises as to whether or not the election can be legitimate if polling locations are being mm. shut down. I don't know where we go from here. People don't have faith in these in these drop boxes and just... To take it back a little bit, I think it was Philly where they had the new the, the Black Panther Party that was intimidating voters back maybe a decade ago or whatever. And nothing happened. So it goes back. You know, we've had scuffles at polling locations. I think it was John Calhoun's father who took guns to the legislature to to get his own district or whatever. So fights occur in these places, but people do need to have faith. We need cameras. We need enforcement mechanisms um, to make sure that there aren't 
you know, thousands of ballots being dropped off. It happened in Muskegon County in Michigan. I'm hearing stuff in Wisconsin already. You know, it like happens it's happening all over the right place. now. Yeah, I think it's happening. I right think now. The, the question, too, is which states allow ballot harvesting and which don't because some do. Well, I mean, even in Wisconsin, you know, where I served on Election Day and then helped out with that investigation later, um, you know, there was a Supreme Court decision there where they said, you know, you can't ballot harvest. But I'm still hearing that people come in with bags, you object, and they don't listen to you. So it doesn't matter if the law on the books is one thing, if there's no way for you to enforce it. Well, I think I think the issue right now, depending on where this goes, is simple. I think people should be watching ballot boxes. Yeah. I think there should be cameras. I think there should be security. Uh, hold on. Let me slow down. There shouldn't be ballot drop boxes at all. Mm. We should not have election month. We should have election day. It should be a federal holiday. People should get time off to be able to go and vote and then enjoy a nice beer and pizza with their friends afterwards or whatever. But if we're going to have any kind of polling location, then I think we should have security cameras on everything. That's it. The crazy thing to me is how is it vote? The, the DOJ is getting involved now, calling it voter intimidation. How is it intimidating someone that you're sitting there watching? Like you're allowed to be in public. You're allowed to be armed. You're allowed to wear armor. None of that is a crime. If they started screaming at people and chasing after them and stuff. Yeah. Okay. There you go. But they're claiming that someone came up and then some people started taking pictures of them and they're like, that's intimidation. And it's like, bro, you're in public. It's the, it's a different law, but it's the same story that we had with the face act, which is the freedom to access clinic entrances, which they used against abortion protesters that often would just, they're using right now. Right, they're using right now, yeah. but but there were some Supreme Court cases, and you can't be as aggressive. But yeah, they're still using it. Here's another law where they creatively apply it to people to to get their preferred preferred ends. So I don't know what do you guys think is going to happen. Jeez, you want to go for it? No, you go ahead. Oh man, regarding these, I kind of agree. That I, just, I just think in general, not even just this. I, I think where do we? What, what happens on the eighth? Unless you create faith in the voting system as a whole, I think it's going to slowly unravel. Right. And for that, it's like I don't like digitized voting counting proprietary software because I don't care if I'm mailing it in, handing it to a guy, putting it in a box, and he's carrying it. If it's being tallied by a machine and the codes in private, I don't know if they're flipping it fifty one forty nine behind the scenes. I've actually seen testimony of like developer. That did that. Uh, Clint Eugene Curtis, Clint Eugene Curtis. I don't know if you ever heard his story, but what the he wrote the software to flip the votes fifty one forty nine for a politician. So Democrats were, were were making these same claims that Trump supporters were making. And you see yeah. the Hillary Clinton thing already. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton came out oh, yeah. and said the Republicans are planning on stealing twenty twenty four. It's okay. It's Dude, okay when she does it. It's it's you know I don't even I don't even care at this point. I'm just like. The Democrat and Republican culture, the liberal and conservative culture is by for it's 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 two two distinct things, two completely different realities. And it's been that way for a long time. And now you've got both sides accusing each other of cheating. I don't care who you think is right, left, right, up, down, whatever. The fact is two factions think both sides are stealing the election. Both sides disagree with each other's culture. What how does that resolve itself? Yeah. Is, 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 you know, just seriously, to the people who think it's silly when I say things like civil war, do you think the end result is going to be that, like, Hillary Clinton walks up to Trump and says, how could I stay mad at you? And then Trump's like, come here, and they hug? Is it going to be like the BLM marcher with the black mask on and the Molotov sees the Trump supporter with the MAGA flag, and then he drops the, the Molotov and goes, what have I become? And the Trump supporters, come here, buddy, and then they hug. Is there a Pepsi there in, in yes. Kylie Jenner? <laughs> there right. That could work. Hey, Do they think that Kylie Jenner is going to walk up to a BLM and Trump supporter and hand them both Pepsis? Then they're going to both look at each other and then hug. Seriously, though, for what reason at any point would any of this de-escalate? I'm looking for a legitimate 
argument. Yeah, I, I don't see it. I don't see any form of de-escalation. I'm seeing a lot of people adding fuel to the fire. I'm seeing this getting totally out of hand. This this building up of, of calling elections illegitimate has been happening for many years now. There, the groundwork has been set for this, uh, specifically when we look at, you know, the Trump election, the, the Russian collusion, and all the people coming forward saying, I don't trust this election. I don't trust this voting box. I don't trust this uh, voting machine. And I, I think there are some, you know, legitimate questions. I think a lot of people are also sensationalistic and hyperbolic in a way that doesn't serve anyone's interest. But at the end of the day, you know, that's a good question that you asked here. And that's something that I've been thinking about for a very long time. And I see no off-road. I see no way of stopping this train coming ahead of a major disaster inside of the United States. The only thing that I can see that can fix this is if you do have one party, and I would say probably Republican, you know, landslide so that their side can see faith in it and then they win again and there's some kind of strong agenda that they, that they put in place that can bring, bring people to heel. So but but if the Republicans wins, the wrong. Democrats are going to say that they cheated. down is about the only way that I can see that this works. Excuse me. Yeah. Wrong. wrong. <laughs> no. No. Uh, I, don't, I don't agree. Um, I think that if we see an overwhelming Republican victory, like Luke was saying, the Democrats will claim the Republicans cheated. Sure. The country's mm-hmm. become fascist. And already there is this viral tweet where someone said, well, democracy is over. What are you know, what what are you going to do? And someone responded with, I'm going to join the resistance. Hmm. Now, look, I'm not I'm not confident the left has the ability to form any meaningful resistance. But you need to, you know, uh, I've been harping on this because I've been reading a lot more about the Civil War. The South was was a lot of states uh, relatively, but not a lot of people. Hmm. It was like two to one north to south. They were, they were the minority, a substantial minority. Mm-hmm. And then slave owners were an even smaller minority. So, you know, we may think like Democrats might break Republican and independent, but looking at Hillary Clinton and her cohorts and the cult members, there's a strong faction there and they're not going to accept a Trump victory. Now, now here's a scenario to imagine. There's a Supreme Court ruling that's coming soon that, could set, that, that may set the precedent. The state legislatures decide who gets the electoral votes. Mm. I mean, that's literally what the Constitution says. And for the longest time, the legislatures have said, oh, we'll do it. We'll do an election. The people of our state vote. And then they vote for the electors to go and do it. We don't appoint them. But according to the Constitution, the state legislature could appoint the electoral the electors however they see fit. It is to be determined by them. The way the country's supposed to work, we vote for our state reps, senators, representatives, They then represent us to the federal government. We've slowly changed that with the popular vote for the president and with the 17th Amendment, the popular vote for the Senate. That could change. If this ruling goes down, imagine this scenario. 2024 election. Donald Trump versus Joe Biden, whatever. The popular votes come in. Biden gets it. The statewide votes come in. Electoral college goes to Joe Biden. But hold on there a minute. Lawsuits are immediately filed. Questions arise. Poll observers, witnesses, testimony comes out. Several states say we cannot issue a determination at this time. This puts the electoral college up in the air. Two things could happen. We could see the House do a simple vote. We saw this based off of House delegations. There was a concern that in 2020, because I think there were 26 House delegations that were Republican or something like that, Donald Trump would have won if it was pushed to a House delegation vote. With this Supreme Court ruling, something else could happen. A state like Michigan simply says, evidence has been brought to our attention, which leads us to believe, you know, the, this amount of votes or that amount of votes 
are not not uh, uh, correct or are illegitimate. Therefore, we as the state legislature nullify them. The victory goes to Donald Trump. What would the left do in that position? They'll say Hillary Clinton predicted this. The extremist MAGA Republicans are stealing the country. And then what do you think they just say? Well, I guess I'll go hang out at home. This has happened before. I mean, there have been there have been cases where states have flipped and I don't I don't see anything wrong with that process per se. I mean, you know, the, the whole thing about, you know, you can you can get into Republican form of government problems if the state legislature is not even holding an election or something like that. But at the end of the day, there have to be processes in, in place to to count the votes, to make sure that there's a state actor who's certifying things and sending them to the archivist and, and whatnot. So. I, I don't see a problem. It's happened before. I guess the main thing I'll say is I don't really see that as happening because, you know, look at what happened in 2020. Mike Pence, you know, wouldn't look under the hood. Nobody looked under the hood. You know, you go state after state, people don't check under the hood because they've got people beating down their door. So I don't see that happening. You gave Michigan as an, as an example. I don't see, you know, Shirky or whatever his name is, the 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 lead at the legislature there uh, entertaining that sort of a thing. Um you know, time and time again, Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin, um, you see weak, weak Republican leadership that doesn't do that. So I don't I don't really see that as as a as so much of a possibility. I see the, the more thing I see is is states battening down the hatches in these purple areas on behalf of blue candidates. It's all very dubious and no one ever has their their views aired out. Nobody ever checks under the hood. So the clips are coming. Yeah, right. Already, go. I got one from Here Greg some, Rice. Anything we can play? The beginning. We actually missed the beginning when Fetterman said, hi, good night. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I reposted nice. that one. Yep. Nice. So Fetterman is asked to clarify whether he supports fracking. Quote, I support fracking and I don't. I support fracking and I stand and I do support fracking. Great. <laughs> I love how they brought up the information and he immediately says I never supported fracking. It's like we That's, literally just read on the screen that said you supported fracking in twenty eighteen. I don't know how you're gonna how you're gonna debate that or like. Oh, say I think it's the other way around that he didn't support fracking in twenty no I don't know. I got he, he didn't. I think he said he didn't. The thing about and fracking and nobody really brought it up is when they first were doing it, it was really uh dirty. And they've advanced right. the chemicals the that they inject in mm -hmm. underground so it's a lot cleaner right. from what a, I've heard. It was an EPA thing. It wasn't like the workers, it was like right. the the runoff and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I just want to see someone splice his answer about I get knocked down and I get up again to ch I want to see tub thumping yeah. Yeah. He, he was, was going to be to the victim songs. mindset like if you're a victim then I'm your guy yeah victims yeah. versus surgeon I'm a surgeon yeah versus a guy who saves people's lives did you know I was a surgeon <laughs> Here's we, a tweet. we do surgery by bringing people together David Harsanyi says, if Dasha Burns was guilty of anything, it was downplaying the extents of Fetterman's problems. And I recall all the feigned outrage. Giselle Fetterman demanding consequences. Dasha Burns interviewed Fetterman. He had to use a special device. And she said that during the small talk, it wasn't clear he understood what, what she was saying. And a bunch of people on the left said that it's ableist, that someone with mental disabilities and brain damage should be allowed to hold office. And, you know, they, they were outraged. And uh, they said that she was wrong and it was offensive and that criticizing Fetterman was akin to criticizing someone who needed reading glasses. Wow. Governor no. Abbott can't. A walk. cursory viewing of the debate determined that was a lie. Mm -hmm. Dasha Burns probably could have been a bit harsher on Fetterman. That was cr I, I can't believe he agreed to do it. I mean, Katie Hobbs won't debate Carrie Lake. Fetterman could have just been like, nah. He's up two points. What does he got to lose? Well, I think they know the bias in the polls favors Oz, and so we had no choice. That was bad. I mean, are they trying to lose? 
That crossed uh, my mind, but it was kind of a joke. Like, is, is, is Fetterman a plant trying to get Oz elected? Like, does he work for Dr. Oz? Are we going to find out years <laughs> later? Like, they were it's always friends. No, he's just a guy that broke, and now, but he, he doesn't want to let go of what he used to have. Maybe the reason he said, uh, you know, I support fracking and I don't is so that the Democrats are able to make a video of him answering however they want him to answer. Do you support fracking? I don't. Fracking. I don't. I Sorry, I pulled the Fetterman. Do you support fracking? I don't. I stand. And then they're going to be like, oh, they're going to run commercials saying it. I think I think Oz should have just been like, the floor is yours, John. Speak. Just mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah. I do think Oz needed a chance to explain his positions, though. Yeah, it was enlightening to listen to. Yeah. We didn't get into anything else, though. We had, you know, Kanye stuff. What's the Kanye? Oh, He's yeah, not a coming billionaire up on Super Chats. Yeah, Kanye's yeah. net worth went from, what, $2 billion to $1 to $600 million-ish? He's lost about three-fourths of his wealth because his Adidas deal was canceled. Adidas canceled their, uh, I don't even know what the deal was, but apparently Yeezys. it made him worth $1.5 billion. Dude, Yeezys go for hundreds of dollars. Yeezy shoes, as they're called Yeezys. And they're, I, I, you know, I just, like, I've never, never wore, I've seen, I've, I've seen them before. And then I was just like, I ordered, a, I ordered a couple pairs when they said they were canceling them or whatever. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. Not that, I don't think I'm gonna, I'm not gonna sell them or anything. I'm gonna put them on my shelf and just mm-hmm. be like, you know, hey, these were a thing once. What you know could what have been? His, uh, <laughs> the Kanye West Lex Friedman interview was eye opening. I think everybody saw at least a clip from it. Did yeah. you yeah, also? I saw a little yeah, small clip. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of worth it. It was more of an, I think it was an attempt by Lex to emotionally connect with Kanye. And they were both trying to be like, hey, we don't know each other. We both are engineers of a sort. Let's be friends was the kind of the idea what they went into it and it was contentious and kind of a mess because i yeah. didn't watch it i i read it and it just read to me as smarmy like he was yeah. talking down to kanye and trying to play the what's the problem man i agree mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i was i was like there's an opportunity to have a conversation with kanye that's 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 real and asks him to you know explain himself better but i didn't i didn't get that in that interview it, it felt like it was very much like here's what the media said so i'm gonna i'm gonna argue with you about it and kanye was getting frustrated he was like dude mm-hmm. and then yeah. lex gave him the do you trust me and kanye was like no and lex yeah. was like why should i'm he? devastated yeah. yeah why should he, trust him? he doesn't know him <laughs> i'm literally i'm so shook. It, it, like really hurt lex and it's like i mean at some point lex you gotta like be a machine you know, it's okay. Trust is built over generations. It doesn't happen. In yeah, I don't interview. trust someone I just met. Why would Literally. you? I wouldn't. All right, we're going to go to Super Chats. I don't trust anybody. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go to Super Chats because this is a special debate episode. So smash that like button if you haven't already. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. We got a, a, we got a very important members only uncensored show coming up having to do with New York and the, a court ruling on the vaccines and vaccine mandates. This is huge, by the way. Reversing all of these firings, ordering back pay. Devastating to those who marched in lockstep. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that for the members only. So smash that like button. Let's, uh, let's talk about some Super Chats. Elite says, Tim, I'm from Michigan, and I just watched the Whitmer-Dixon debates. Tudor absolutely smashed her. Do you think you could reach out and get her on? Michigan needs a new governor. Thanks for all you do. I mean, that'd be cool. I'm down to have some more Governor Kennets. We've had Carrie Lake. We've had uh, Doug Mastriano. They were both, pre- they were both uh, awesome. I think Carrie Lake could be president. She really, really knows how to handle handle herself with the media. Yeah, I, I would love to talk to Miss Whitmore, especially about her healthcare record when it came to, of course, putting people in uh, nursing homes. I think that's a big question that should be asked to her right now, and people should remember the past of of how she, you know, helped murder people. All right, AI says seriously, Tim, AMC's Rubicon. You wanna you wanna write that down? You have a pen? Yeah. What was this? Rubicon. It was that oh, the, show. The what's show? it What's it about? I'll send it to you. Uh, I wasn't. I, I don't remember what it's about exactly. Um, I'll watch it tonight. 
All right. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, I must say both shows last night were fantastic. What I appreciate is that while we can all disagree on many topics, we all still are on the same team. Unlike that of the left, forward the line. Here, here, man, here, here. Yeah, it's important to debate and uh, challenge your ideas, always. All right, let's grab some... Uh, Salty Duckling says, someone should take the Hillary Clinton conspiracy video and put it over the InfoWars background. Oh, that's a really good idea, actually. <laughs> yeah, that'd <laughs> be funny. funny yeah. But Ampl- I think it'd be too insulting to Alex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That definitely. All right. Rhiannon Tunnel says, I told my brother's girlfriend the Constitution technically gives me the right to keep and bear nukes. She was horrified but had to agree I was right. Yeah, I'm not wrong. You know, these people... I think it was like the Young Turks. They were like, was it somebody? Tim Pool thinks people should have nuclear weapons. I didn't say they should. I said the right to keep and bear arms. They didn't specify. You know? Like, can you have a, can you have a microwave gun? I would imagine, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like, this is the crazy thing. We talked about this with weapons. If, you, if you're, uh, 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 when your waiter comes to you and hands you a steak knife, did he just give you a weapon? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Every, he, he handed you a weapon, right? Mm-hmm. So a reasonable person would probably be like, no, it's a steak knife for your dinner. Aha, but what if he then whispered in your ear, that's your target, and then pointed to an old person? Oh, now we're talking imminent threat. That's illegal. But see, the point is, he handed you the exact same thing. Context doesn't change the fact that it is a weapon. So when it comes to keeping bearing arms, knives, microwaves, whatever, dynamite, they're all weapons. What's not a weapon? I suppose you could argue technically something that was not designed with the intent to cause damage to a biological or, or structural entity. Yeah, right? but I mean, like, assault with a deadly weapon could be a rock, a heavy rock. Yep. Wasn't yeah, designed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cheeseburgers. I guess burgers. whether or not it's a weapon Sho- is what, what, determined what, after the fact. What if you shove a cheeseburger into someone's mouth, like down their throat to mm. block their airways? Like, would that be assault with a deadly weapon? I don't know. Maybe in some states. but You I, weaponized I a cheeseburger. I think, honestly, the fair way to, to classify weapons is after the fact. Because if you have a, a, a rifle that's never been fired and it's behind a glass case, what? it's technically just a um, a gun it's not a weapon until you use it well they they do this in law they do categorize things ahead of time whether it's a weapon or not and, and usually the state law like includes lists of things and, and some description like a blade that's a certain length things like that things i mean like for, for for yeah for switchblade but, laws but it's not accurate because a yeah. small knife is a weapon that a butter knife is a weapon a rock yeah. is a weapon in the right hands or in the wrong yeah hands. so we're talking about 10 or so different laws one could be assault with a de- deadly weapon one could be possession of you can make a toothbrush into a weapon yeah for sure toothpick a toothbrush. toothbrush. They do it all yeah. the time in jail. That's right. Water. Water's water a weapon. I don't think the Second Amendment protects toothbrushes, though. I'd like to look and into I, that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. You know, are, if you are, look at the are way they've knives done, considered arms, bayonets they're, they're, were. They're not. They're well. I'm not sure that knives are considered. Well, maybe the knives are considered arms. Yeah. Sure. Sure. All right. Let's uh, let's read some more. This is this is a good one from Jen Desai. Says if Fetterman cannot communicate without a device, in an emergency where power or internet fails, he becomes a major liability. I want you to imagine. You decide Fetterman should be your rep, and he goes to D.C. And uh, let me ask you, Democrats, do you think another something? Do you think January sixth could happen again? All right, I want you to imagine Fetterman 
standing there when a January 6th type moment happens, what do you think that man does? Nothing. Look around confused, wondering who's saying what as everyone's murmuring and screaming and he's seeing people run in every direction. And someone walks up to him and looks him in the eyes and goes, and he goes, I have no idea what's being said to me right now. And they're saying, run, you need to run now. And he just stands there confused, like, what's happening? Yeah. I agree. I feel like he's a kind of wait and be told what to do kind of guy in the state that he's in right now, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Connor Ski says, I had a stroke three years ago at age 25. I wouldn't consider myself fit for a job that's important. Maybe a good guy, but still. Look, man, I, I really am saddened by this. I don't wish this on anybody. It can happen to anybody. Yeah, literally. Same thing Same thing with, you know, these people mocking those who get like Bell's palsy or whatever. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that cause Bell's palsy. I've seen stories of people who use like like wasp spray. And then two weeks later, they're like, oh, the chemical may have caused something or other than yeah. that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just try to say like, you know, let's not, let's not drag people for stuff like that. I think he should be criticized because he should not be in this position. Totally. He should have walked away. And you should be able to say that. That's the thing. You should be able to say when someone has something that's in between them and a job, you should be able to say something about it. Right. And I think they try to put up these walls like you can't. You can't even talk about it. It's ableist. Mm -hmm. Amber Bird says, don't forget, Bill Gates declared there would be a hung election and then a subsequent civil war. He is awfully good at destructive predictions. You think that's that's true? He's good at predictions? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's very good. He, he's remarkable at a lot so of predictions. So he, 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 he said there will be a hung election. Well, this is, I think, relating to the Civil War comment that we were talking about a couple uh, days ago. Bill Gates said in an interview, there will be a hung election and then a civil war. He didn't say there could be or I hope there won't be. He said there will be. Yeah. That was freaky. Yeah. Yeah, he also has a, a team that monitors people talking about him on the internet for some reason. That's kind of kind of weird. If you had that much money, you'd do that. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, though, like, we have marketing people, who and, and, and we do track certain terms for the show and everything, so I don't, like, listen to other shows talking about me, though, you know? But he was specifically talking about going after, quote, conspiracy theorists and uh, individuals that are critical of him. His quote was, political polarization may bring it all to an end. We, comma, we are going to have a hung election and a civil war. That's complete insanity. I mean, first of That's all, That's definitive. He's, yeah, yeah. He's just he's just making a, an assumption. Is he? Yeah. A nice, or a nice control build. Him. For all nice you know. assumption. Look at that guy agreeing with us. <laughs> yeah, we, we, were, we made faces early because you were like going to step on it or something. No, I took some I thought you were going to crush it. And, and I, I was like, it. don't do it. Don't. Because, because it was on George Washington Boot. No, because or? it like, releases a stink. Oh, I've, and, I've gotten rid of them before without yeah. without. You got to freeze them. Yeah. Freeze them. Yeah. Yeah, I use like the duster and, and then they just instantly freeze and then they don't release the stink. Yeah, the I CIA bugs are everywhere. Right? We're but a, they come back to life right away. We're in a place where people, it's like one person's prediction versus another person's prediction and who believes who. And if you, if enough people believe the one prediction, then they're going to start living that life to make that prediction reality and... You know, whatever. they're going to look back and be like, he was a prophet. He was a prophet. That kind of thing. Yeah, He controls people by saying it. Lord mm-hmm. John Einerson says, got my spot in Scotland next to you, Tim. Awesome sponsor. Uh, I added the word Lord because now apparently he's he's gone to um, to our sponsor's website. Who? And uh, who is it? Uh, Lord John Einerson. He Lord got, Einerson. He got his, uh, his established titles. Your newest neighbor. Established titles dot com slash Tim Pool. 
Lord, now a neighbor, honest. and we're, we're landowners in Scotland. Laird, I, I we were making a joke about about this earlier. Like, do we get air rights? Like, do we get mineral rights? Can I drill down into my one square foot, find oil, and then like build like a one square foot massive oil pump? The whole machine fits into one square foot. Hey, the oil's mine. We'll see. And 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 does that mean like you can't hold office in the U.S. anymore? I hope not. Yeah. I've also got a title. I don't I, think I'm up in the I, Highlands. You're up in the Highlands. Yeah. Let us not come to blows. So I looked it up. U.S. doesn't grant titles. And an office holder can't accept a title. But if you're not an office holder and you accept it ahead of time, hey, well, maybe it's maybe it's good. Hmm. You know. All right. Justin says, Tim, please read Vandenberg Space Force Base Com Squadron releasing member health information to others, forcing out member for identifying unauthorized network on base and going to IG. Member supervisor worked in base IG. Leadership culture of new branch not great. Interesting. All right. Omega Rasetsu says, Tim, I would like to correct you on something you stated on your four o'clock segment. The National Guard is federal with the added step of the governor being in the chain of command. The uniform still says U.S. Army. Right. But what, what, I, what I mean to say is yesterday I said you're going to get like California. They have a national California National Guard. The National Guard is not an individual is not going to want to be occupying their own neighborhood or town. They don't want to be that person. I mean, who would for the most part? Some people might, you know. And then someone said, Tim, the California National Guard won't be enforcing federal mandate in California. And I said, right, they're not going to send people to their own neighborhoods. But if they do uh, uh, invoke the Insurrection Act and deploy military, you may end up with people from whatever branch who are from a specific area being like, I will not bear arms against my home neighborhood. Sorry, I won't do it. So my point was ultimately that you're going to see state divisions. You're going to see people in the military choose to side with their state, not because they care about their state, but because they care about where their family lives and they don't want to be the one pointing a gun at their friends. That's it. We'll see though, man. I don't know. Who knows how things play out? History doesn't repeat it rhymes. Chanston Ippolito says 23% chance for a second stroke, 0% chance to finish a sentence without sounding like a robot. This debate is uncomfortable to watch. No different then the feeling following a Biden speech, the republic deserves better. The people of Pennsylvania, they can vote for their own destruction. I mean, that's crazy, man. That's just sad. Charles Notgiven says, my first super chat is heartbreakingly sad. A man that is struggling to make his brain work like it used to. And another mocking him for it, saying his policies are things in his imagination. Is yeah. that mocking Oz? No, I think they're talking about john fetterman that it's it's he's become a mockery but i i agree with that and i think that if he rested for a few years that he could actually run reasonably for office like if you let your brain recover but right now it's just so soon that's what's crazy for me because i had a brain injury in 2015 and it's insane to me that he would do that like what how long was in may yeah it's utterly insane to me that he would go on into the debate into a debate on a national level and try and answer questions like that if he can't even read the the prompt it's just i can't even imagine that's why he's sweating so much you know yeah. how he's like having to read all those things and pay attention to all this stuff i cannot i do not understand how what was the that. recovery like for you um i like i said before and on the i think we did on the member segment but it took me like i thought after a year i was okay but then after like three or four years i was like wow after a, a year i was still not recovered whatsoever it took me a lot longer and i just don't i can't even imagine he had a stroke dude it's a whole nother level yeah. was it like confusion is the main problem is there um, confusion, also just like being able to speak and, and do simple things or, or cause I had a, I had a frontal lobe injury. So mainly like my, um, 
you know, like my forward planning or future planning and uh, my emotional control was was wild. It was wildly difficult just to be able to have conversations and, you know, just keep it together in a sense, at least initially. So he's within a year that dude is. I don't even know. He's definitely being pushed by people to do this, I would think. I mean, they probably, what would you say, a quarter of a billion dollars? Yeah. yeah they probably went to him and he was probably, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Yeah. I, I, in fact, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he went, I, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> oh, I, I can't. And they said, we have put a quarter of a billion dollars. But is that between Oz and him or just him? Oz and him. But see, I don't know about that because you don't run for office if you're not a narcissist of I mean, like a politician, dislike a politician. They, yeah. they all think mm. they can do it. They all think they're great. Mm. So, I mean, I hope that he has that. I mean, that's dark if they did that. But really, it's more likely in my mind that he's like, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. Hmm. A lot of politicians are also sociopaths. Yeah. So, yeah. Very yeah. true. That's yeah. why we love do. them. Mostly Democrats <laughs> and then largely Republicans. But there's a handful of good Republicans. Oh, sure. Because for whatever reason, they have some like libertarian, more libertarian-minded people, more America-first type people. Yeah, it's important to love yourself and have faith in yourself, but not cross the border of narcissism. I've met some genuinely decent politicians. I think Joe Kent is one. Jeff Sessions, definitely a gentleman. Hmm. But for the most part, and I would think Fetterman, too. I mean, for the most part, Oz, certainly. Yeah. I am says... The Dems are pure evil for make for making this man stand on the stage in front of the world. It hurts my heart, in all honesty, to watch this tragedy. Yeah. I kind of yeah. agree, honestly. Yeah. But you know, it has to happen in, in this environment. With Joe Biden as the president, if he's really suffering cognitive decline, we have to f- confront this head on. Yeah, I mean, we 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 briefly turned the debate off. I was like, we can't do this. This is insane. He's not saying anything. Mm-hmm. It's just garbled nonsense. People want to hear it. It's a train wreck. People people need to hear it. I guess so. They should have asked him his opinion on Joe Biden's cognitive decline. Ooh, yeah. Be, be cool if the candidates could ask each other questions. Mm. Like, huh. Nah, I think that would get crazy. Too mm-hmm. dirty. Yeah, because yeah. They, you'd ask a question that you knew was not true for the sake of being accusatory. Yeah, like, Ian, when did you stop beating your wife? You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you leave me out of this. <laughs> right. I say put boxing gloves on them and then be like, ask whatever you want. Go ahead. Try uh, uh, election by combat. I like that idea. Yeah. I choose not to debate. I choose to win the election by combat. And then you put them both in the ring and Tetris Thunderdome. Yeah. What if, what if yeah. it was a debate, Thunderdome. <laughs> a physical, physical contest, like an obstacle course, like Ninja Warrior, a physical battle like American gladiators and a oh. mental battle like chess. And they have to do all of these things. I would love it. American Ninja Warrior, just the political A bunch of edition. eight, it would get rid of the 80-year-olds. Ooh, One yeah. guy would drink True. the mushroom tea beforehand and get all these bonuses. So and then you might to, <laughs> have to screen them. And if you, you're physically fit, you're mentally fit as well, usually. This is idiocracy accelerationism. Yeah. Right Might here. as well happen. No, it's I gonna think, happen no, no, eventually. No, 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 Let's go. No, no, no. This idea is, is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the idea that in order to be a, a politician, you have to be more than just uh, good at speaking. Yeah. What do we get? We get a bunch of smooth talkers, silver tongues, and snake oil. Make it so that you have to be physically fit, you have to be mentally fit, and you have to actually win win the votes. And not be a coward right. also to fight somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, service and know what it means to get punched in the face. That used to I be. think a lot of people don't know what it means to get punched no, in the face. No, many don't. So that's a way to fix it. Have them fight each other. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Yeah. Like... You earn you earn a, a vote like a like a point zero one times advantage plus on all the votes you receive if you win the chess match 
when you win the boxing match, when you win the obstacle course. Hey, hey Bob you... got his ass beat, but at least he now knows what it means to get your ass beat, and he's not going to be talking trash, and he's not going to try to start another war, hopefully. Uh, you know. Legacy Production says, Oz's lucky Fetterman has, has, has health, health issues. Even with his speech, Fetterman is taking points away from Oz and saying agreeable things. I won't completely disagree with that. I think it was really bad, but, you know, Fetterman... He, 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 there, was, there was one point, I can't remember exactly what he said, but I was like, okay, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't so bad. I liked his thing on China. I thought that was coherent from front to back. And then Oz had something about, you know, so yeah. like, what's, the, what's the most important American foreign policy problem? Yeah. Biggest China. Threat, yeah. and, and Oz was like, something, something, you know, invade in Iran. Iran. China yes. was the right Exuding answer. Exuding strength that we, we seem weak to yeah. the rest of the world. I think it's central banking. Neither of them mentioned it. I was mm. disappointed. The Mad Machinist says, given Biden's success, this guy is a shoe in for the position. That's the sad thing, isn't it? Yeah. Ghost Pepper. What? What does this mean? He said, "Baby Ruth." What? Baby Ruth. That's from baby, Goonies. Baby that sloth. He yells that. He uh, wants a baby oh, Ruth, yeah. and they won't give it to him. That's right. That's how they bribe him. So, oh, is that is that it? <laughs> baby <Is> it? Ruth. <laughs> so bad. Baby Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I laughing? Uh, I feel bad. John Meyer says, "Is Hector Salamanca a moderator?" That I liked that one. Yeah. Because I recently watched we, we Breaking Bad. Same. Same. The, the bell. Ding, ding, <laughs> ding 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 ding. Dude. Yeah. Hector Salamanca. Yeah. Well, but what that was going. Because yeah, there was yeah, no yeah. bell. That's right, right. No bell. Mm-hmm. I feel like that show should have ended at season four. Mm. Like they, they dragged it on with the next one. Yeah. Well, they were making money at that point, right? That, it was like at its height about season four is when the world mm. was obsessed with it the most. Mm. All right. Barely Insane says Fetterman almost sounds like Norm MacDonald doing a bit. But instead of being funny, it's sad. <sighs> yeah, true. Oh, this is a really important one. Wow. Lior. Lior Engelstein. Uh, brilliant. He writes... Have you ever had a dream that that um that you had uh that you had to you could you you do you wit you uh you could do so you could do you want you wanted him to do you so much you could do anything? Well, well I got that part of it. Yeah. Right. Wanted him to do you and the answer I I just I want not to start to make fun of people with mental disabilities because of this stuff, but putting him up there, it makes him a mockery. This has been said before on this show. I don't need to reiterate, but I really want to have compassion for people that are suffering from mental injuries of any kind. Yeah, absolutely, man. But get him out of public office. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's currently lieutenant lieutenant governor. That's crazy. Time to resign, John. Yep. All right. Jem R says, in fairness to Fetterman, I just believe is the most honest answer I've ever heard a Democrat give about how they plan to make their utopia happen. Hmm. Agreed. All right. Ingrate says, but you know those feelings over facts uh, are going to love Fetterman's position on education. Hmm. What was his position? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think he had one, did he? I yeah, I thought he didn't say anything. Other than you didn't, you didn't answer the, you know, uh, it's the Baleen. He said Baleen. That was mm-hmm. one of the words he said. Mm-hmm. Baleen. Yeah. Yeah. His, his, his am I going to, tra- am I supposed to, I'm not going to translate that for those him. Those are the whale. No. Those are the things, the whale. Baleen. Right? Yeah. yeah. Baleen. They, they yeah. sifted the krill through that. Yeah. yeah. It's called Baleen. Baleen. He was talking about whales. Yeah. Baleen it is. I, I am not, I, I do not play these games. If you say the wrong word, you said it, you said it. And they expect the journalist to come out here and start fixing it for them. Can hear some meme forges firing up right now. Okay, let's grab. Uh, where do we got here? Wise guys, Dick says, "How are you not doing a drinking game watching this?" 
If Dems were sane or informed, Republicans just swept Pennsylvania. Yo, if we did a drinking game that like every time Fetterman said something that made no sense, we would all be completely obliterated. Yeah. We'd have slammed Seriously. all of the remaining whiskey that we have and we'd been begging, for you, please stop. In an hour, wow. Yeah, drink, yep. In the first drinking is not good for you. It shrinks your brain. Let's see what we got here. A lot of people are basically saying the same thing. So, you know, Ryan Farrell says, first super chat for my 33rd birthday. Love the show. Happy birthday, Ryan. We had this one from Christopher Fairley. Posobiec is saying if Fetterman wins, he steps down for health reasons and Wolf or Shapiro appoints his wife. Oh, interesting. Ooh, yeah. There What's you the go. deal with his wife? Fetterman's wife? Yeah, she likes some hot job. I don't know. Don't know. Probot says Fetterman will appoint his wife. Heck, Biden already said she would do well. It's already planned. Mm. We will see. A lot of people thought Kamala Harris was going to take over, that Biden was going to step down due to health reasons. It could still happen, I suppose. She's not Fetterman. What's her excuse? I don't know. This is his wife, Giselle Barreto Fetterman, Brazilian American activist. Dragon Stallion says, all I heard Fetterman say was, I support it because I don't support it. That's right. I was like, what? I support it, but I don't support it. Huh? Well, okay, dude. Cricket Smile says, damn, Ian, be brightening up the place with that orange beanie. Hey, yo. <laughs> Glad you like it. Everyone's wearing a beanie except the, me and you. Hey, yeah, true. It was odd on like the, the actual I I need the breakdown. It was two of you guys on the other side and the left side with it's no beanie beanies. Debate. And then everyone We're else debate. on beanies <laughs> on the other side. Here's a good one. Yeah, but Trump says, lies. Luke's made up vocabulary far exceeds Biden and Fetterman's put together. Uh, that is a true, that is a fair point. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Lukeisms. Why don't, you should make a shirt with all the, uh, we should like write down and the, the real definitions of what they Yeah, mean. no, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, like Simpsons made cromulent and ambiguous happen. You know that? Yeah, I've heard you say words, like it'll be like uh, two things, sounds that aren't a word, but you put them together and it makes sense. Yeah, mine no. makes sense at least, right? Thank you, Ian. I appreciate what, that. What, you, what, you also, awesome. what are you guys hiding underneath the beanies? There's something underneath there, isn't there? <laughs> Just well, what is in there? A warm head, my friend. Yeah. A warm head. What about you, Tim? What do you got under the beanie? Nothing, literally. <laughs> Nothing a, at all. Just a vacuous space. It's a yes. Another another dimension. <laughs> it's a it's a portal. It's um, it it it's a atomist will come out if I take the beanie off. So I can't. Uh, yeah. Anybody who understands that reference, you earn brownie points. I'm sure most people probably. Well, actually, I don't know. Did you? I think Serge got it right. Um. Nope. That's a no. no. Nope. None of you got it. What did you the say? Villain from Final Atomist. Fantasy. No. Atomist will come out of my head if I take the beanie off. Where's where's who's who's gonna who's gonna get the reference? Watching the chat, but I'm cheating. Out. I'm looking it up online. <laughs> Atomus, atomisk. Oh, atomisk. Yeah, that makes it easy. All right, you you look it up, and we'll read some more. All right, where we got? What do we got here? Conga Fool says. Luke, if DeSantis runs for president, will you try to make shirts for him, a.k.a. Make America Florida shirts? We already have Make America Florida shirts. I think oh, that's a great statement. Yeah. So, Did you find yeah. it? The, yeah. The, the, the chat already figured it out. Atomsk. Uh-huh. Atomusku, also known as the Pirate King. That's right. Kaizoku. The Pirate King. Kaizoku. Oh! Is that how you say yes. it? Yes. They, they, uh, the space travel in Fully Cooley is, is uh, achieved through oh. the, between the hemispheres of the yeah. brain. I saw FLCO on the chat. I've seen that show. Yeah. yeah, I've seen the whole thing. I just yeah. don't remember the word. No, me either. Yeah, it was a great show. Only, microwave. Yeah, only six episodes, and then they tried remaking it. It's I, phenomenal. No one. I don't think anyone cared for no. the remakes. No, that it's, was just weird. It's gorgeous. It's so emotional, and it's like such a '90s throwback too. Yeah, like the music, everything. It's great. Oh, it's yeah, it's such a good show. 
Yeah. Shout out Fully Cooley. That's right. That's right. Shout out to everybody who got it right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's grab some more super chats. Chris Scana Scana Pieco. Probably pronouncing that wrong. I don't feel bad. Dude was awful even before his stroke. You know, someone can be bad. Someone can be nasty. But I just, I, I got to tell you, man, karma, you don't wish that stuff on people. You know why? Because then karma finds a way. Yeah, don't. You'll come out. Someone, I, I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of people watch this show. And I don't know who it's going to be, but someone's going to be sitting there laughing and mocking him and, and just ragging on him and making fun of him. And then an hour later, they're going to collapse and their family's going to scream and they're going to have a stroke. And they're going to be sitting in a wheelchair being like, now I understand. That's the way the universe works sometimes. Yeah. I've noticed that. Black magic, it's untargetable. Like it, you just say, I want that ill for a person, and then it just illness creeps into your reality. I think white magic works the same way when you want healing for someone, that the universe tends to heal you as a result as well. I don't know about all that. I, I, I get it. But you know what I think is, I've seen a lot of stuff in my life that I would say defies probability, or at least what we think is probability, which either means within my limited human uh, confines, we're predisposed to believe in something greater than us, or it means based on our basic understandings of probability and arithmetic, there are things that sometimes seemingly defy that, and we want to believe in something greater. Which is quantum entanglement. It's scientific fact at this point that uh, uh, objects can entangle within reality, and they, they start to interact like in this, there, similarly. Well, they may vibrate have, together. But, it, but it's one object. Yeah, what like, may be happening is that when, when electrons are entangled, is that you know, you 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 uh, you infuse energy on one and it moves, and then you know, hundreds of miles away, another one's moving. But it may be because it's actually the same object through multiple dimensions or something mm -hmm. like that. But I'm just saying this: throughout my life, there have been moments where I've been like watching a video and I'm like, "That guy's so dumb," and then like I high five my friend and we make fun of a guy, and then like a week later they're like, "I want to introduce my friend," and I'm like, "It's the guy," and I'm like, "Oh, geez, now I feel bad." Mm -hmm. And so I've learned at a young age, like. I would, I would rag on somebody skating and then I would fall and be like, I'm never doing that again. Like, I'm just going to mind my karma and just try and be nice. Learn that lesson very young. Don't, don't mock people who are suffering. Mm -hmm. Wish, them, wish for, them, for them the best for one reason. Because when it happens to you, you're going to wish for sympathy as well. It's so crazy that there's that state of mind, which I've, I've, I, I, love, I embody that. And then there's war, where the goal is to destroy another thing or person or, or society. It's incredible that we live in that binary duality. If, it, if it's only two. I mean, there's more than that going on. Like, All right, let's read this one. We got Artemisia says, he legit said, quote, I didn't read in the Statue of Liberty. Uh-huh. He did. Yeah. I think he was referring to the plaque, right? Oh, yeah. You know, give me your tired, war huddled masses. Ezra, whatever. Yeah. Okay, happy guy says, predicted says, Oz will win 69%. Yeah. Well, there you go. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, nobody high-fives after insulting someone. I mean figuratively, like not, not literally like I'm like, hey, look at that guy. He's dumb. Yeah. Hey. I meant like we're like watching a skate video and then we're just like, dude, that guy's pants are so dumb. Oh, he's going to eat it. Ah, what a, what a dork. And then, you know, later you fall and get hurt. And you're like, I'm not going to rag on people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to wish for only the best. Because mm -hmm. like you don't want, you know, bad karma. No. Yeah. And at the very least, when bad things happen to you, you can be like, well, you know, I did my best. Right. All right. This is a very important one from Austin Carroll. He says, I'm pooping right now. Still? Still. It's been, been going on for a while. Why did you leave that super chat? Have a good poop. Yeah. Yeah, that's Best right. Bowels. That's right. You know, use a squatty potty. All right. Dude, Austin S. Yep. says, here in Minnesota, the governor didn't show up for a debate. So his Republican opponent had an uninterrupted Q&A session. Dems are doomed. What? Really? Just didn't show up? 
Wow. I know Carrie Lake did that basically, right? Mm -hmm. She had like an empty stage or something and then she just answered mm -hmm. questions. Wow. That's great. Yeah, man. She's phenomenal. She's just always on. Always on. All right, quick. Name a Democrat A-lister. Me? I AOC. I mean, I don't even know. Where That's a good point. Yeah, AOC. Gavin Newsom. I don't know. I don't think so. He's like, he's B tier, you know, a AOC. Bernie Sanders. Uh, yeah, but Bernie Sanders is like he's retiree status. He's like Whitmore. 37. He's about to be a free agent. They probably maybe won't get drafted or get hired again. I mean, like an Mayor up and coming Pete. young star of high charisma. Mayor Pete. No it's way. Like, no, I agree. No Beto, way. Like I'm, I'm naming nope. people that they throw out there, but Bernie's too all old. Terrible. He's not going to, he's, he, he's, he's very famous, but he's too old. Yeah. Newsom is not an A-lister. No. Mm. But Name a, a Republican A-lister. Come on. So easy. There's like 10 of them. Trump, yeah. obvious. DeSantis. Gnome, DeSantis, DeSantis Kerry Lake. Just, Kerry Lake. Sure. Just ridiculously obvious. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, MTG. Mm -hmm. Lauren Boebert, these are massive personalities. AOC, mm -hmm. I think, is fair. Yeah. But the rest of the squad, they've not been particularly prominent. And even AOC hasn't really been particularly prominent. The Democrats are just flopping around. Yeah. It's brutal. All right, everybody, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends, become a member at TimCast.com. We're going to have a members-only uncensored show coming up for you at 11 p.m. You don't want to miss it. You can follow the show at TimCast.com. You can follow me at TimCast. Faster, faster. All right. <laughs> you want to shout anything out? Uh, you can... Go to my Twitter handle, ARCloster, or uh, my C3's website, personnelpolicyops.org. Thank you for coming on. That was great. I mean, the so show much. really got dominated by us just talking about the debate, but, you know. Oh, man, that's so depressing. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it otherwise, and when you turn it off the first time, I'm like, thank goodness. Thank goodness. And then, I know, and then the I, second time, I'm like, no. Yeah. But, but anyway, if you're looking for positive news, uh, check out my yes. YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com forward slash we are changed. Today, I covered the very optimistic New York Supreme Court case and decision that I think is absolutely worth We're talking talk about, about and that celebrating. Here. Yes, but you know, I also got a video that you know, people could watch you know, afterwards and potentially right now. But also, uh, usually I, I'm in the chat room all the time. And in the beginning of the shows, I usually ask the, the audience members to guess my shirt. And if they guess it right, they get the shirt and a hundred bucks. And I want to announce that ahead of Zeitgeist, uh, a user got it right. So I'm going to be sending you the shirt and a hundred oh, wow. bucks. So congratulations I, ahead of Zeitgeist. I also have to announce that this weekend we're going to be uh, officially putting together our TimCast membership giveaway, hmm. a new car. Oh, that's wow. right. And uh, uh, one lucky member at TimCast.com has a chance to win a car. But uh, you should wait for the for the rules and the and the uh, the video release before making any assumptions about what this really means. I will just say we got to check the legalities to make sure we can do it before we actually confirm we're going to be doing anything because it is not. I think anybody who's watched the members only show, I'll mention it. Actually, I'll mention what our plan is in the members only show, but um, it's going to be funny. It's a gag, okay? Just want to let you guys know we're doing a bit. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming. And Andrew, thanks for uh, experiencing the shared trauma amongst the group. Thanks so like much for it, having it, me. It has bonded us and made us stronger and closer. <laughs> yes. I don't feel stronger. It was like battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it takes a few days to set in. It's like after working out, you feel all ripped up. And That's then, right. You know, it's it's like PTSD. You'll yeah. be stronger yeah. for it. Flashbacks. Uh, catch you guys later. Fall media and cross one if you want to get in touch. I'll see you later. And I'm Surge.com. You guys can follow me on Instagram. It's really the only place I'm usually active. I won't get a Twitter until Elon buys. So peace out. This we'll Friday. We'll see on. you all over at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.